What are you doing? October 28th at Vino's. You're watching wrestling is what you're doing. Little Pizza Shop of Horrors featuring Kill Order and Open Casket. Tickets online right now for $20 or $23 at the door. Get you some. Is that it? I didn't forget nothing, did I? <laughs> I think that's everything. November 4th. <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, Crashcast cover show. November 4th, 2023. Year of our Lord. There's no person in front of me, Kurt. It's a camera. Millions, potentially millions. You're not wrong. <laughs> Viral is. Do be viral. And Crash Gas cover show. November 4th, 2023 at Fino's Brew Pub. 923 West 7th Street, if you didn't know. This already sucks. I'm going to start this over. Yeah, why are you doxing the place? I'm doxing the venue. Hey, come here. Don't come here, though. You know, you got to know where it's at before you get here. Shit. I mean, S-H-I-T, algorithm. What are you doing November 4th? Fucking around? You trying to find out? Come to Vino's. 923 West 7th Street. You don't, you don't have to say the address. I'm reading the flyer, man. I do like that intro, though. November 4th. <laughs> November 4th. God damn it. Okay. This is tough. This is actually tough. November 4th. You fucking around? You trying to find out? Well, come find out with us at the Crash Cast Cover Show. $15 if you get your tickets from me or any of the bands, right? Meow. But at the door, it's 20 bucks. Save yourself 5 bucks. Find one. Get it. It's going to sell out. Don't be silly goose, all right? All-American Rejects, Prop Hunter, check. Green Day, the Espionage Act, check. Yeah, Deftones by Salon Blonde, double check. Knocked Loose by Zashed, triple check. That's 17 checks. See you there. Peace. Pretty good. Stupid. But good. <laughs> it could be tighter. If I do it more, the better I'll get at it. I'm just bad at it now because I, I. Huh? Murdering? Yeah. I do it, the better I feel. I mean, you said have it like a conversation. That is kind of what I would have. That is. That, that's how you would have a conversation. I mean, what are you doing November 4th? You fucking around? Yeah? You trying to yeah. find out? Huh? When was the last time you had a conversation? Oh, lots of people. What are you doing? You fucking around? You fucking off? You doing shit? Huh? You busy? You ain't busy. You fucking lying to me. You're watching Netflix. Get off your dumb ass. Okay? Come to fucking Vino's. Watch bands do cool shit. Quit being a boring person. All right? Live your life. 923 West 7th Street. Okay? All American Rejects. We got All American Rejects by Prop Hunter. Fucking checkmate. Get your tickets now. Pachow. Rent it.
God, I'm so fat. I hate it. <sighs> I think drugs are the only answer at this point. It is? I thought we were done. Do you have tickets? No. Do you want tickets? Get your tickets from me. Get your tickets from Zash performing Knocked Loose. Get your tickets from Prop Hunter doing All-American Reject. Get your tickets from the Espionage Act doing Green Day or Salon Blonde doing Deftones. They all got tickets. 15 bucks in advance. Do it. It's going to sell out. Or it's 20 bucks at the door if you're lucky enough to pay 20 bucks at the door. Yeah, Crash Cast cover show. Third year in a row. It's going to be fucking awesome because it's been awesome. It's going to stay awesome. November 4th, Vino's Brew Pub. See you there. Sparkle fingers. Huh? Not bad. Well, you would you rather pay for what? Netflix? You want to watch Netflix? Netflix would is you fucking. Pay for Netflix or be able to spend $15 for one night of entertainment? One unforgettable night of entertainment. You'll remember this fucking night longer than you'll remember any of those shit ass shows they're putting out. Huh? Because we do quality and in person. And we'll say hi to you. And we won't cancel your subscription at all. We Nobody love you. your subscription for you. Yeah. <laughs> come one, come all. Bring your dirtiness. We're like the Statue of Liberty of fucking shows. Give us your tired, your weak, and your hungry. Your huddled masses. We're putting all this in, right? Okay, cool. Do one more. This is sideways, too. I hope we just leave all of this. This is fucking insane. This is pure chaos. I love it. This is how we should do ad reads. <laughs> Ten minutes of fucking off. I do like the Netflix single, though. What are you, like, paying for boring time to sit around and just watch your phone any damn way? Why don't you come be on your phone at Vino's and record a life-changing experience? All ages. Forgot that in the last one. It's all ages. You can be seven years old. You can be... 57 years old. Tickets are only 15 bucks, 20 bucks at the door. Solid chance you're not going to get one at the door. Actually, you will because they won't let us sell out tickets only. So they, lucky they you. Would, yeah, which is not. <laughs> there are 100 pre sale tickets. There's 100 pre sales. Okay. So November 4th, Vino's Brew Pub, 923 West 7th Street. $15, $20. All American Rejects. <laughs> Green Day, Deftones, Knocked Loose. It's going to be a crazy night full of awesome, fun, and adventures. Pizza and booze. Come hang out with us. Say hi. Podcast celebrities will be there. Podcast celebrities will be there. A couple of them. Uh, we love you. Thank you. Welcome to Costco. Listen to Tiny Towns. Cut. <laughs> That's perfect. We're leaving all that in. than kicking somebody's ass in a Dolly Parton shirt, right? Are we going? Yeah. Oh, shit. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're going, Rick. One, yeah. two, three.
yeah. I'm gonna have to work the song around that one. <laughs> That's Man, good. hey, look, we got God's Nothing's more nerve. badass than kicking somebody's ass in a Dolly Parton shirt. That's what. Absolutely, I wanted to do that, and I've been wanting to do it for a while. And I wanted a Dolly Parton shirt. So, what better way to get have an excuse to do it than kick someone's ass? Amen. And, uh, and Is there blood on the shirt now? No, no. I wish. Um, I wish I could have gotten a white one ahead of the dog collar. Now. Oh my God. Um, but you know, I got that cool X Men still like sitting in my house, and I'm like, black box that thing. Cool looking. What's cooler than X Men? Blood. It's covered in all of your friend's blood. All of his. Blood. He put all of his blood on both of your bodies. Yeah, yeah. And what amazes me, and it was scary to me, is how much a forehead can bleed. Yes. Yeah. And it's yeah. you know, at first I'm like, oh man, you know, he did really good. By the way. That's like, how much he bled. That's how much a forehead can bleed. <laughs> exactly. And, by the way, uh, if you don't listen to the crash cast, that's you next. Right? Not really. Yeah. Not really. I don't, I'm not going to physically harm you. I'm just going to verbally annihilate you. This is one of the coolest fucking matches, dude. It was a wild concept, and it was cool that I got to wrestle my best friend in our favorite match type, too. That's your favorite match type? Yeah, as a dog collar match. There's yeah. just... Uh, there's something about the art of it that uh, that that's a real fucking chain. That thing oh, I know. About fifty pounds. So like when the referee drops the chain, you could see it just like uh huh, and pull our neck. There's something about an art of you don't have to not only wrestle your opponent, you have to wrestle around that chain. Oh, for too, sure. Because you're gonna be tripping over it. You're trying to use it too as a weapon. Yeah. And, uh, Beat each other in the back and shit, dude. The oh, shit, it was man. so crazy. I had welts on me from when he caught me across the stomach with that, and that that hurt me. But the biggest part was like when I threw him up against that wall and he started bleeding. I'm like, oh man, like he's really, you know, he got it good there. And uh, as I'm hitting him, I'm watching him breathe, and this thing is just opening. Oh lord, so he had like a vein or something. <clears throat> yeah, and I'm just like. Oh shit, uh, like, dude! It was, fuck! It was, it was rough, and there was one part where, like, when I was literally holding the chain, I felt him like trying to collapse. And I'm, so I'm holding him up, you know, and I'm like, "Oh no!" I was worried about my friend. Oh, my friend my has somebody they have to go home to, and the other thought in right. the back of my head is, "Oh shit! I hurt them, and now I have to explain what happened." Yeah, we were yeah. just playing around, you know. Mom, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the whole time, you know, um, so they get to the ER. Will's like, Cody, you're in charge of the show for the rest of the night. I'm like, oh, no. Yeah, he was gone. And uh, so they go to the ER, and the uh, the funniest thing about it was it, his boyfriend was just scolding him kind of the whole time, you know, like, this is this is stupid and all that and like so when you have to like explain the whole situation of how this works to a nurse who is uh. completely oblivious to this it's like oh hey we might need to check this guy in not only to the hospital but to a uh <laughs> to the yeah, loony man into yeah. the fucking loony man and uh <clears throat> The doctor comes in. He's like, "So they're still doing that huh? after all these years." <laughs> nice. So, so it was nice to uh to see that the doctor uh, gave us one for gave us a point for. Was once. he still in his outfit? I hope. Uh, Did uh, he, he change? He changed Damn. out, but like, um, you know, he didn't get 
he sat there maybe five hours total. What? But, like, you know, he, uh, <clears throat> I will, uh, spoiler alert, Matthew Williams, he's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> love the guy to death, but he's a piece of shit. But he's also a uh, nurse in real life. So he, like, helped Will, like, okay. hey, this is what you got to do to keep it from bleeding. I at least you. buy yourself some time. And so, like, thank God for that piece of shit, Matt Williams, every time. <laughs> you wonderful fucking oh. piece of garbage. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, is lifelong uh, frenemy of frenemy mine and Will's it, yeah. is uh, both of our wrestling ca- careers have intertwined with Matt Williams. He was, like, our first, like, true feud. And me and Will were always kind of the guys that were, like, oh, well, they don't do a lot of this. They actually, like. Wrestle, wrestle, and where we came from. If you couldn't do this well, then it was you know, kind of it didn't get looked down upon, but mm. you were just kind of like looked over. Mm. And I mean, you look at me and my kids, and at the time we were overweight kids, sure. So it was uh, like Matt Williams saw something in us. Yeah, now we're just, more, dude. yeah, Fuck dude, you. we're just trying to. I'm fucking yoked, dude. dude. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, no, Will is getting yoked, and I'm just sitting here. He's like, well, dude, I'm just trying to get on your level. But Will explained to me, like, look, I'm like six foot. You're five seven, so That's your right. muscles like more compact and stuff. And I go, exactly, man, exactly. And uh, so. Uh, you make good photos, though. Damn. Oh, yeah. You cut your friend's forehead open more often. Oh, yeah, man. I, somewhere down the line, Every maybe. photo that came out of that match, I was just like, what the fuck? Scrolling through the feeds. Oh, wow. man. Wow. You know that. you get it from every angle in that room. Yes. And uh, the thing that me and Will weren't expecting was the adoration we got from it. Because mm. up three, four weeks after that show, we had fans just sending us, like, photos. And, like, <laughs> we were being told how much they appreciated what we And it was like, you know, um, it's moments like that that it sticks with you. Yeah. Because me and him both, like, uh, the moment that we both kind of decided we want to be a wrestler, very similar moment was, like, Undertaker and Mankind throwing them off the uh, cell and then fucking the th- and then throwing them to that. And I told Will, I go, dude, there was so much we had for that match, you know, that could have been done. But I don't think I would change it because all the all the major hitting points that told every bit of the story that had uh, to be told in this right. match was uh they were hit. <laughs> and I go, if you ask me, this was our King of the Ring nineteen ninety eight Hell in a Cell match. Hell yeah. Um, so, and again, favorite match type. And you don't see that match type too often. Ne- just, I mean, so I've never seen it, but I'm also a newbie. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, always recommend checking out Punk and MJF and then uh, Roddy Piper and Greg Valentine. Because uh, <clears throat> earlier on the match, I think it's Piper's ear gets lacerated. And so the whole time, Greg Valentine's like wrapping that chain around his hand and him in the ear and stuff. Fuck. And I actually had welts on my forehead from where Will would like, you know, he wrapped the chain around <laughs> his fist and he punched me in the head and I had a goose egg here and a goose egg here. And I'm like, oh man, this shit hurts. <laughs> what hurt worse, that or the skewers in the face? Um, You know, I will say this. 
That was a dull pain. The skewers? Sharp pain. Sharp pain. Oh, down the body. <sighs> My feet just fucking tingled thinking about it. Man, God, so dude, like you a, had so many. So it's funny because I have a picture on my phone of like when the skewers were out and it just my head looked like I had chicken pox because it was just like oh after like in yeah. the back Ugh. so uh, and then like when I pulled them out you know I'm like oh man I didn't believe when I pulled them out just <laughs> they were know, holding on <laughs> I literally looked like the Andrew WK album cover yeah. except my except not the nose it was the forehead but the thing about skewers that hurt is it ain't the stabbing that hurts like it stings a little bit. When they let go and all the piercings are pulling up on that skin, oh. ripping it. And I'm like, damn, that oh. hurts, you know? And uh, felt that in my wiener. Yeah. God. <laughs> and so, like, uh, you know, oh, that's part of some, like, wild, like, moments here at Vino's thus far. Dude. And it's like. Every fucking time. It's like, what? <laughs> Someone's going to fucking die. Yeah. This is crazy. You know? And the thing is, is that place really does, it holds a special, like, place in my heart. Because I didn't know that. Isn't it crazy? That place is magical like that. It, it is. It'll get you. And uh, like, um, I think the thing is, is it was, we did the first show, as Will mentioned before. I didn't know. You know, with the history of Vino's, it's been there for years. I thought, hey, man, we, you know, they've had to have had some kind of wrestling here. Maybe little people wrestling, but. I mean, wrestling's wrestling. I'm just waiting for when y'all do that too. Can't wait to have that match. Uh, Gotta happen. Oh man, dude! Look, if I could get Gotta a Hell happen. Patrol versus Smell Patrol match of oh, just little people versions of J Hell Patrol, I would fucking lose my mind. Man, I I would send everybody home. There's no way we're topping that. Any, uh, oh yeah, no. It's like, well, this is. <laughs> it's been fun, Vinos, but <laughs> yeah, no. Um, and like I said, it's just crazy that uh. They just keep having us back to do it. And um, like I said, I got – that place has provided a lot for me. So. Well, have you got to watch a match, it, it, like, not from back there, but have you snuck around and watched one or two? Oh, yeah, absolutely. When I did the uh, – or uh, the uh, Buck Skinner and C.J. Adams match, Yo, I was out yeah. in the crowd. That shit was insane. Yeah, and uh, I believe C.J. is like a trainee of Buck's. So okay. it's kind of a cool like student versus teacher, and it's just like the students getting his ass beat. <laughs> but I can't say enough good things about either of those guys because Buck Skinner was a. Uh, we did the math, and his first match in Arkansas was like at a show called AWO. Okay, I wrestled him that match, so he was in the first. So I think I was his first opponent in Arkansas. Right. So what way to make it come full circle? First ever Vino's wrestling show, first ever match. It's me and Buck Skinner. Yeah, and uh, you know, I can't say enough like good things about Buck either. Like we've, I feel we've got a very stacked roster of people that are, uh, you know, you get some. I mean, in any form of entertainment, you've got some fucking ego. Like, buddy, we're getting sure. we're, we're splitting the bill here. Yeah. Like, you know, it's. There's no need to have a big head. So funny so, thing about ego, it'll find its way into damn near everything. It it will, yeah. and uh, like uh, the cool thing about that is we have Chris and Buddy who are legit badasses. So <laughs> like, actually, kick, yeah, yeah, they'll just kick that shit out I'll of you. I'll pop really your cool. fucking head off. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, no, man. So uh, I have a group chat with uh, Will, Chris, and Buddy, and we sit there and shoot the shit. And Chris will talk. He'll just dog on me. 
I'm like, Chris, I know you can kick my ass, sir. But uh, I'm really going to beat the shit out of you. One day. <laughs> When's that match? When's the... What y'all's tag team when y'all had it? What was y'all's name? Oh, well, the uh, Fully Gifted Athletes. That's it. Um, yeah. FGA. And, uh, you know, we we still kind of do it everywhere. And it was... Uh, <clears throat> there was a guy, I'm not going to mention his name, because, you know, the dude kind of can be petty, but... Sure. The the original FGA stood for this guy that just talked shit about local wrestling. He was a wrestler himself. Know it all attitude. And uh, it's like the guy knows his stuff, but he was just in a dick for the sake yeah. of being a dick. And so it's like uh so we went on and he started talking. Oh. Excuse oh, me. I think y'all told me this story. Yeah. yeah. And so it was uh so I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you know, F G and, you know, that's where that came from. Then when somebody, we're like, oh, we got this tag team name, and we were telling people about it. Um, they're like, oh, we love it, but how are we going to announce it? What does that actually stand for? So we're like, you know what, fully gifted athletes off the, uh, <laughs> off the top of the head. And at the time, me and him were still kind of out of shape, just puds. <laughs> so, I mean, it made it funny. And now we're sitting here, like, actually making improvements on our body. Will is taking jujitsu super serious. Uh as well as his like physical health. And you took, take a on. picture from y'all's first match at Venus, and now it's yeah. Transformation That's City. So, I was uh, I was pushing like two sixty at Venus, and thank God for Buck being strong and lifting my fat ass up <laughs> at that time. <laughs> and I mean, uh, because Bubba had some work to do lifting that up and hitting me with the pile driver and uh-huh. stuff. Um, but I think. Uh, you know, now we'd be a lot better. I feel a lot better too. Like now that I've cut the weight, and oh, it was sure. uh, not only my physical health, but my mental health was shot. My mm-hmm. diet was shit, and you know, they—it's true. You can't outwork crappy diet at nope. all. So, uh, you know, I started eating healthier. So I usually eat fairly healthy Monday through Friday. That uh-huh. way, I can have them beers on the uh-huh. weekend. Or, <laughs> uh, and you know, with wrestling and you're traveling. And unless you've got like some cool stuff or meals prepped ahead of time, it's hard to eat healthy on food. It's impossible. Um, it's impossible. Unless you just got crazy ass money and you can kind of go to a place and have it made for you. Oh, yeah. And the thing is, even with that, it's like, you know, man, we'll have did some drives. It's like hour drives to shows. Like, Fuck. you know, we've did stuff. And, it's across uh, the country. Yeah, we've did stuff in. Savannah, Georgia. We went and wrestled in Detroit, Michigan. That was fun. So that's cool. And uh, Will, as he grew up, and got to, I got to see like a little dose of his hometown. And uh, the thing me and him do is when we travel from town to town, outside of wrestling, we're just we're nerds of a different breed. Uh-huh. Man. So it's uh you know if we go to local comic shops, video game shops, we try to find like mom and pop one, then we try to buy something from it as well so we've found like steals on comics and uh so that's like our little thing we do i and, dig it uh, we've had somebody's that's went with us and they're like fucking nerds and hell yeah they nerds go in bitch <laughs> and uh they'll like walk out with something me and we'll look at each mm-hmm. other <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerds uh-huh. turns <laughs> out your childhood was pretty cool on huh, there yeah Pete? <laughs> yeah man and uh so uh like me and we'll we'll like make a list of stuff we're on the hunt like nerds so oh, y'all we, really in it. Yeah, so yeah. If we like find it there. It's like, hey, grab it. Like uh, right now, me and him are on the hunt for like a good condition Rumble in the Bronx DVD. 
Hell yeah, dude. Oh yeah. Uh, and uh, if I come across one, I'll, I'll fucking get it. Please. Love that movie. I, man, we I found one and it was at a game exchange and I looked at the disc and it was all like four. Uh, yeah. Like, and I'm just like. The Holy Grail. <laughs> All I'm ever looking for is movies. When I go to like old antique stores and shit, I just want to see the DVD collections. Man, uh, I like good movies. I would like to get back into collecting VHSs again. Yeah. I know that's back on the rise, but I love like... You got to be careful now because now you're going to pay for them. Man, Fuck it's it. that and uh, vinyls, man. Mm -hmm. I recently got back into vinyl collecting. That's um, deep. It goes so deep now. And Yeah, and it's like... Uh, I remember I could go to an antique store and find them for like two or three bucks a piece, and now it's like, oh, hey, it's back on the rise. You're paying full price. It's 30 bucks, again. dude. I know it was released in 58. It's yeah. $30. Well, <laughs> that's fuck? cool. It's 30 bucks, but can you tell me, who the fuck is this person? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard any of these songs. That's Gene Petit. Uh, had one hit. Uh, <laughs> no one knows who they are. Oh, he led a, a, a certain uh, he led a certain hate group. Whoa, hey, you know why are you selling this? You know, throw that shit in the trash. Can. Money, that's why money. Man, you gotta love that corporate shit. But you know, we're all trying to make a buck here. But, sure, but you just, some of us just earn it differently. Yeah, yeah, no, that. Uh, um, you know, it's uh, it's weird to me now that I actually get paid to do this, and because uh, there for about two years we aren't getting paid to do it. when did you start doing it so i've got like i've got two tales of that so oh, okay. i like started like training initially in jonesboro arkansas for rodney matt late 2008 early 2000 okay uh, it was rwa and then it was bcw did you just walk in over. like a kid at a karate class like what's this so we had wrestling in batesville and then it was at school? there no, oh. they did it at the old Miller gym. That's where I'm at. <laughs> All right, this will put him on the spot again. I saw Matt Williams for the first time there, and I was only like 12, so that's like 20 years ago. So, yeah, Matt, called you out, geezer. But, <laughs> <laughs> Calling me out too, man. Shut oh, up. Hey, <laughs> I'm hey, just kidding. Hey, look, I'm 32. I'm an old man. I know what it's like out there. It's, oh, it's yeah, hard out there. It's for, hard out there. Man, I found my first gray hair in my beard not too long ago, and I was freaking out. I, I messaged uh, Draven Morrow, and you know, I go, you know, you always get on to me for saying I'm too old for this shit, and uh -huh. you know what? found a gray hair in my beard. I want my free McDonald's coffee. I want my senior <laughs> citizen discount. I want my AARP, all of it. I'm tired of paying for shit. I'm tired of working. <laughs> Already? Yeah. Got some bad news for you, Bubba. Oh, man. Gonna, gonna have to double that. Man, especially in this economy. When are you gonna wrestling? What? Ooh, well, you can't so, do this forever, surely, right? What's the What's the age out of a? Oh wait, 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 wait. So, origin story. Sorry. Yeah, I keep so, jumping back and forth. So I, uh, so I did that for a little while with uh, Rodney and Jazz, and so a buddy of mine told me about that in Jonesboro, and you know, mm -hmm. Rodney and Jazz, they wrestled in WWE and ECW. I believe they were trained by Junkyard Dog. And uh, so I mean, good, good lineage too, and great people. But I was young and I was stupid mm. at that time too. Where we all and um, you know that place was, you know, I'd caught some wind at that place and the guy uh, um, leasing the building, I guess the landlord, you'd call it. They were having a falling out on some issues about the pricing of the lease. Always and. Uh, 
so like I got out of it. I was at a place in my life. My grandpa just died, you know, and I'm just trying to figure life out. I'm a young adult, and I'm just like, oh, too much. My sister's got trouble. Um, <clears throat> me and my parents had to take care of her kids while uh, she was dealing with that. Sure. And uh, so, you know, I uh, put that on the back burner, and then I'm like, all right. And then once the kids got old enough, it was very much like me and the girl I was with at the time went to college together, and it was I was telling mom and dad, look, they're old enough to go to school tonight. Now, y'all, y'all are both working, you know, y'all can both do daytime jobs mm-hmm. and stuff. You and dad both. I gotta go to college for me because I, where I'm from in Batesville, you work at a chicken factory. You work at Walmart. Right. You work at a bread factory if you're lucky. I just started the Bad Boy Mowers factory around that time. But I didn't want to do factory work. I no. saw like how beat up my family was for that shit. Oh, yeah. At my age now. And that I'm shit like, kills your soul, man. Yeah, it does. It's demeaning. Yeah, it is. And uh, so I went to UCA. I uh, was going to do video game design and stuff because I love video games. And uh, then I think the... Uh, about midway through that, it's like, dude, I hate calculus. This stuff sucks. <laughs> Turns out math is bullshit. Yeah, dude. this is bullshit. Since when the hell did we start throwing letters in this? Yeah, you know, like... Uh, I'm out. <laughs> it's like, uh, since w- when does one plus one equal H? What the hell is this? <laughs> you know? I didn't learn the alphabet. I gotta go. Yeah, I'm no, sorry. I'm too stupid. Yeah, exactly. And... Uh, much respect to people that enjoy that hey, because I love my iPhone. Thanks, y'all. Thanks, yeah. engineers. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. And uh, so <clears throat> I went to uh, finish my degree. I got a Bachelor of Business Administration. Still okay. did the MIS uh, focus. So, you know, I learned programming in Java, um, did a little bit in SQL Server, uh, Python. But it's weird because I use I none of that. Pythons, baby. Yeah, yeah, man. I don't know. Coding Python to fucking building them, bitch. Oh yeah, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Got that strike, <laughs> dude. Speaking of snakes, last night though, uh, Will put a guy in an anaconda vice, and then I had the bright idea to Steve Irwin as I'm on the apron. I go, as you see that, he's got him locked in a headlock, mate. <laughs> crikey, crikey, he's got him locked in a headlock. Where and was then, this? And th- this was in Marietta. <laughs> and me and Will the bad guys here and so it's like my whole thing is i'm gonna make will break character somehow and try to get him to giggle or something yeah and like i see the guy he's got an anaconda by struggling but he's putting his hand over his face laughing and i go oh he's got the arm cinched in he's got the anaconda vice he's gonna take him off crikey mate I get in the ring and I'm hitting moves and I'm talking shit, but the whole time I'm keeping up the Australian accent. And then I got hit so hard and I go, ow, that hurt. He hit, he knocked the Australian accent out of me. <laughs> so, like, like I, I just wanted to see how long I could keep up the bit, too. So That's like, fantastic. So, like, anytime I get to do something like that with Will, it's like, uh, you see FGA, Blackwell, and Beckett, uh-huh. you get. Cody Downs and Will Stefan, like, just, it's, <laughs> it's just me and him being fucking goose. Yeah, yeah. And uh, seeing who can pop the other person and making the crowd laugh. So when we came out last night in Mariana, we're bad guys. We don't care. The crowd laughs at us because, I mean, we're goofy. <clears throat> um, 
We came out in the Dolly Parton cutoffs. Love it. The mini cowboy hats. Absolutely love it. I go, Will, I've got an even better idea. So we come out to 9 to 5 by Dolly Parton. <laughs> icing the, on the cake. Here's the other kicker. Even more icing on the cake. So you know those mops that you can like grab that, that has a little squeeze thing on the end of yeah, the handle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the foam ones? Yeah. Yeah. Me and Will came out riding that and using the little squeeze thing as a saddle. <laughs> so, so, like, they had two of them, but I'm like, hey, Will, you want to ride bitch on one of these? Or do you just want to be individual cowboys? <laughs> and so, like, the whole time, we're like, hey, we're here for doing the main event for the second time. You know why? Because we're the draw here. Speaking of draws, put them up, partner. Pew, pew, pew. And I would go to, like, hand the mic back to the announcer guy, and I'm like, here you go, man. And then he'd like go to grab it. I go pew pew, <laughs> pew pew, and I went to hand it to a little kid, and I go pew pew. <laughs> Did y'all have like a like a big giant where you come out of like at Vino's? Y'all do the tarps and stuff, or y'all just like in some back room, um, in like a where like was it in a building so, yeah, outside? It was, a, it was in a it was in a building, and they had the uh, they have like their own little professional setup, like a curtain with their logo and okay. stuff on it. And I mean. That stuff we're slowly trying to get at Vino's, but that the curtain, dude. Yeah, it's, it's everything's expensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think the uh, the uh, good part about it is, uh, man, especially with what we got at Vino's, like they're at Vino's, the biggest known punk rock venue here in the state. Oh, for sure. And uh, so much history behind it, rich, grungy. Yeah. It's it's a again a wonderful place. But it is, uh, it's, they, they know what they're going to get into, which is complete unhinged fuckery. Well, and, dude, yeah, yep, yeah. yeah, the first time <laughs> I seen it when we went, I was, I was already, like, drunk going in. There's a vlog, actually, of me meeting uh, Sleazy oh, man. in the parking lot. We, he just passed me, he's like, what are you doing, brother? Like, just, like, the nicest guy. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, we're going in here, man, we're going to watch some wrestling. I'm just out of my mind, and then he does the death match there. Yeah, I'm just like, this is the most <clears throat> punk rock shit that's ever happened in this punk rock venue, and it has nothing to do with music at all. <clears throat> well, I mean, wrestling in itself is kind of punk rock at your roots because punk rock originated. Fuck the man, DIY, oh, yeah, do it for yourself, sure. and do it your own way. Well, that's kind of what wrestling is. That's yeah. kind of the whole moniker of where punk rock strong style came from. Did I you? was just thinking of that moniker because there's like Texas strong style, Tennessee strong sure. style, Japanese, British strong style. I wanted to do something that I relate to, which is punk rock. I was a punk kid but never knew of any. <clears throat> like the closest thing we had to a cool little punk uh, venue in Batesville was The Depot. So the depot um home the guy, depot. The, the guy the guy that played queen anne's revenge yeah week. justin yeah yeah i think he played at the depot and i may have seen him there because that's I used a to solid little, probability uh, that guy's played everywhere <clears throat> jeff from uh from wake mm -hmm. uh you know he mentioned like how we had a skate park in batesville and i'm like oh dude i remember all of that it's so crazy to see how many people came from batesville and now like what they're doing and so it's like it's just uh all art in its own form like this sure. is the art of uh, violence i guess you would say <laughs> a brutal art too um yeah because <clears throat> like after that like 
it was bad enough when I would hit Will, his blood would fly off of him. And we had people, is that real blood? And I'm like, what do you spit in your face? So he spit what they call green mist in my face. Okay. I don't know what's in it. All I know is some of it got in my eyes and it burned like a motherfucker. So, yeah. Um, you know, that, so that was cool. That's an old uh, thing that originated in Japan. Great okay. Buddha. I think Sasuke was another one that did it. And then Tajiri took it over. And then more common today, you see Asuka from WWE do it. And so, like, uh, like it's not common. You see it on the, uh, on the independent scene. So, oh, okay. I see. Um, excuse me. So it was kind of cool to, like, for that. Yeah. Excuse me, man. That, you good? Uh, that carbonation's got me going. But Burp it up, daddy. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, look, but it's a... Uh, he spit that in my face, and it was it burned. But like, it still looks cool on the shirt because when even when I wash like the gear, it's still blood stain. I still got like the green mist stain on the shirt, so it's like nice. blood <laughs> mist, sweat. Like you can see, like some of the sweat stain, some of the dirt from the ring. And uh, you ever gonna you gonna wear it again? You know, I thought about maybe not the shirt, yeah, but the other gear. I would like to do that for sure, yeah. But I would like to do that for like special <coughs> occasions and stuff. Because you got your logo on there and all that stuff. Yeah, and uh, it was very much I wanted to, uh, you know, uh, somebody had mentioned, oh, they brought out the white gear. Shit's about to get real. Mm. So it's like, uh, you know, that's the one thing I've always said is like, look, if there's gonna be bloodshed in a match, I'm gonna wear white gear regardless whether it's mine or theirs because uh -huh. it's gonna, it's like gonna show up on that gear really good too and uh <clears throat> i mean there's part of me that like wants to uh like maybe shadow box a shirt and if i can't like if i don't want to do anything with it i thought about like donating it to vino's or something mm. like me and will have thought about like trying to do something cool for vino's that kind of puts over the wrestling product but kind of give back to that yeah, place yeah. uh because it's brought me and him so much joy like outside of that and like when we're in town we try to make a show too. did y'all ever do stuff like because it's insane in there it's truly crazy <clears throat> the vibe is nuts yeah the energy is you can you can taste it yeah. it's so insane has there been was there stuff like that that you've done up to that moment or was this kind of like y'all did the first <clears throat> one and went what the fuck was that uh so we've did it in other we've tried it in other bars for another company uh -huh. and uh didn't quite work out like dive but, bars and shit yeah yeah but like that one was like when me and buck came out you know like normally outside of that like you look at this and i've been told we can't buy you as a bad guy you don't look like a bad guy. you're and then like uh what is it i've had conversations with people and they're like oh we really can't buy you as a bad guy you're you're a sweetheart and i go oh thank you deep down i'm a piece of shit and you're like <laughs> oh thank you and then you cut them yeah, you're yeah like, now do you believe me <laughs> yeah yeah no exactly uh motherfucker so like <gasps> uh what was it i was joking around this kid was just hanging around our merch table and I didn't know how to strike up with a conversation. So I body slammed him. Dude, I thought about it. He, like, he just grabbed by the neck and threw the tail. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> but, like, uh, my inner buddy and Chris kicked in, and I go, so, kid, uh, you ever thought about having your T-levels checked? <laughs> <laughs> 
That's all I could think of. I'm like, how do you strike up a conversation with a child that's just been like awkwardly hanging around you? Sure. And Will is like, on that note, he like turns his head because he's trying not to like laugh at <laughs> yeah, this yeah, kid's yeah. face. So we, like I said, we did all that stuff last night and we get in the back and there are people that are like, you know, every show, they're like, there's no way they're going to top the dumbass uh-huh. stuff they're doing. And then... It's like me and Will are like, oh, just wait. <laughs> we'll figure it out. And top so, shenanigans. Top, well, look, I told Will, <clears throat> I messaged him about two weeks ago, and I said, man, this wrestling thing's pretty cool. I'd say we're pretty <laughs> dedicated to it, but there's, I've got on a real note, you ever notice that our dedication to uh, tomfoolery and fuckery is you know, just as strong as our dedication Make to a wrestling? a good YouTube channel. Man, we like we've thought about it too, uh, but uh, <clears throat> we just like I said, I live in Batesville right yeah. now, and so I'm like, once I get change that, yeah, dude. Once I, my plan is to relocate to Central Arkansas again because that's where I went to college. I kind of cut my teeth as an adult here, mm-hmm. um, so I'm really comfortable with the area, you know. And uh, Batesville, it's Ramsey Mountain, so like to get into town, you got to drive like 15. And it's just getting to town and yeah. on this mountain where at least once a month an 18 wheeler will flip over, turn over because uh-huh. it's so steep and right. um, <clears throat> huge curve. So there's sometimes I'm late to work and uh, they're like, yeah, you going down the mountain? Yep. 18 wheeler. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> if you know, you know, <laughs> and I'm just like, man, um, two of them. Wow. <clears throat> oh, man. Uh, Go back to pushing a broom. The uh, scariest one was when a gas truck flipped. That shit's scary. Yeah, because it's like, you know, static electricity and it's metal hitting asphalt, so it's going to spark anyway. If you're driving down behind a truck with a trailer and you see a chain hit and you just see the spark, so I could, you know, I bet it's more scary for the driver, too. (coughs) Hell yeah. how How do you explain that? Like, oh... Hey, I flipped my truck. Were you going up Ramsey Mountain again? Yeah, we'll just take the three-hour detour and go around town next time. Yeah, don't waste a $100,000 truck. Yeah. Man, and uh, like I said, there's been some scary It's terrifying. Uh, I've never been in any actual super accidents like that. I'd say the worst one I got into was my buddy was changing the song on his iPod, and he rear-ended the guy. And the guy he rear-ended was our principal. <laughs> and the, the that principal was also my bus driver, so I had to get what on the, the bus fuck? the next day and look at look him in the eye, and I go, hey, I'm going to apologize for his dumb ass. Sorry, Mr. Crinkle. Yeah, yeah. It, but, you know, the uh, cool thing is, is like, uh, I was a shithead in school, and then I cleaned Imagine up a school a so bit. small, Kurt, that the fucking principal was also a bus driver. Man, I, that is wild to me. Like, it's it, no, well, no, 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 no. Yeah, because I make it an extra forty-eight dollars. Well, some like uh, I know some teachers do bus driving. And oh hell stuff, yeah! And I think it's because like maybe a separate salary. I never thought to ask. They get I, paid uh, more for sure. Uh, they they got to because I mean I wouldn't volunteer to be taking people home. Ain't no fucking a bunch yeah. of kids. Yeah, oh, it's like no. they don't even pay me enough to do the job I do. I don't want to take them to McDonald's, let alone yeah, home. Yeah, across the so, city. I don't even want to take my own kids. Anyway. I don't have none. Fucking <laughs> kids. Dude. Yeah, exactly. See, I don't have kids either. But it's like if I had kids, I wouldn't even take my own kids out. It'd be there. so boring. Oh, but, it's so loud. It's so obnoxious. You're just sitting there like, uh. And then, like in today's world, where kids just fight all the time, man, like that you see that shit. Yeah, it's pretty good bus fights. 
You never had no good bus fights? <clears throat> oh, dude, I got in a fight on a bus once. I watched a dude get absolutely devastated on a bus once. I was like, holy fuck. And the teachers had to come on and pull him apart. And dude's face is just fucking fucked off. Oh. I was like, wow. <clears throat> Man, um, I've seen some wild fights at school. And uh, some of the more brutal ones wasn't with the dudes. It was the ladies. Always there. ladies. The like, nails I, come out, the blood. <clears throat> I legit watched one girl like... Get up as she's fighting a girl, and this girl grabs this other girl by the hair. And oh, this yeah. is on the fucking sidewalk. Bink, bam, uh-huh. and just throws her back. And I'm like, oh, they're ruthless. Yeah, man, real oh. fucking ruthless. So for uh, all those that like hate on women's wrestling, <laughs> these broads are ruthless, man. So respect women's wrestling too. Respect women in general. Like I joke around about that, Isn't but there, it, like I'm a like, bunch in the. What's the new one? AEW? Yeah, they've got like a full-on like woman's division. That's what I thought. And it's uh right now there's so much going on with that company that the women get How do y'all get in on that shit? Y'all are, y'all I've seen y'all do some cool shit too. How do y'all get into something bigger? What's it how do you move up in this fucking thing? Um you create your own shit? You almost have to create your own thing, but you have to get like out there or do something wild or viral. Like mm. I'm surprised no one Hit up Chris and Buddy over the cocaine bit. With, <laughs> that uh, shit went viral on multiple channels. Yeah, it did. <laughs> and then, you know, you have these uh, these elders, what I call the elder statesmen in wrestling, who mm. are, you guys are fucking killing the business. And I'm like, dude, it's flavors God. of ice cream, man. There's yeah, dude. everything. Uh, Everybody Matt, in that room was cheering, <clears throat> dickhead. Yeah. Matt Williams once told me. Fuck I, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Matt. Uh, yeah, I, Matt. Uh, but the bitch thing, ass. But I, I will never not say like bad things about him other than he's a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, like in character. But like yeah. he told me one day, he's like, Well, listen, man, uh when we were feuding in ASWF, he's like, do comedy, do we want to do ruthless? He's like, thing is, is he's like, You're a funny guy. So it's like they want to see you kick. Oh, hold on. They want to see you kick my ass. So, <laughs> well, fucking do it. But if you have everybody acting like Stone Cold Steve Austin, when Stone Cold Steve Austin comes out, no one's gonna give a fuck about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you get what I'm saying here, uh-huh. Grayson? <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. So, uh, wait, Stone Cold's here? <laughs> yeah, Stone Cold's here. What? Here what? I am. What? Texas rattlesnake. What? Uh, what? What? Oh. <laughs> so Will's got me doing One beer. That. What? <laughs> Two beers. What? Three beers. What? <laughs> Whiskey. What? Vodka. What? <laughs> so uh, me and Will have been poisoning locker rooms. Uh, As you should. Doing, because me and him do a... Uh, We'll go around doing the Stone Cold. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's just like people ask us what it is, and it's like I will say it off camera. I'm not going to say it on camera to ruin the allure of right, it. Right, right, right. But uh, keep the kayfabe, brother. Yeah, keep the kayfabe of it, and uh, keep it a little bit like you know, <laughs> off the rails. So yeah, it's yeah. like I got into the habit of doing that. Like if something happens in my actual life, like uh, like for instance, I drop my drink on the floor. I'm like, ah, oh. oh. <laughs> Oh, it's in you now. Yeah, like it's it, part it of your thing. Uh-huh. Oh man! So if I dedicate myself to something like a bit, it it consumes me. So like after Terry Funk died, um, <clears throat> we heard a story about um, Nick Foley was telling us or was telling a story about the time a fan stabbed Terry Funk in Texas, 
And Mick was like, well, Terry, did you sue the guy? And he's like, Terry Funk gave me a death glare. And he's like, what did you just say? <laughs> he's like, did you sue him? And he's like, Cactus, why would I want to sue the man when he was possibly giving me the greatest compliment he could? He hated me so much he tried to kill me. <laughs> so like, after so it that, worked. Yeah, yeah so yeah. then for a while when somebody would say something, I would like shoot a look at him and be like, did you just say? <laughs> and so I'll work it Also, out. that's an insane way to think, by the way. Like, you shouldn't just go around and be like, well, he dude, tried to kill me. I'm doing a good job. Dude, we've had fans jump the rail. Me and Will, there's actually a fight that went viral um, in Georgia. I won't name the company or the wrestler. Oh, but there was a fight. Mid-match? Mid, mid uh, like, right after the match, the oh, okay. guy got up, smacked the cap off the fan's head, and bam, bam. Headbutts the dude. They start fighting. We're breaking the stuff up. Now this fucking fan is trying to fight everybody in the parking lot. There's a few times where, oh, like, shit. you know, he's talking shit to wrestlers. We're trying to calm him down. Fucking, uh, we get him to his truck. He's yelling at the promoter the guy. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking yeehaw. Uh, anyway, yeehaw, he brother. fucking. Uh, I'm like, dude, these guys are being calm with Chaos. you. Like, why are you? Go home, man. Stew it off. And he said something. And uh, he's like, well, what are you going to do? I slammed his fucking truck door. And I go, let's see what we'll fucking do then. <laughs> and fucking Danny, bless his fucking heart, is grabbing me. I'm yelling at this guy. He got well, you. Well, it's like, thing is, we're trying to calm the guy down, uh -huh. you know. Now, granted, the wrestler in question, it, it does instigate it. Because there's a difference between talking shit and then touching a fan. That's personal property. Yeah. Some places look at that as assault. I would be. I would think that's more fun. I mean, yeah, it's definitely yeah. assault. I mean, that yeah. is what it is. You yeah. assaulted somebody. But that's the definition of it. But it seems like it'd be more fun. Yeah, um, it's wild though. Like, uh, me and Will, like when we first started this FGA, we were bad guys. I'm surprised we didn't have people hopping the rail at us because we were threatening to fight their children. <laughs> like uh, when we, when you we think you're tough? I'll beat your kid up. Yeah, I'll beat your kid up. <laughs> Uh, freaking, uh, what was it? Uh, it's like the opposite of my dad can beat up your dad. <laughs> yeah, my dad can beat up your dad. Oh, you think you could take me, sir? Well, I know I could take him. <laughs> and I pointed at the kid. And, uh, like, uh, you raising him right? Let's see. I've seen incidents where fans of, like, heavier set fans have, like, tried to go through a guardrail and they got stuck one time. This guy went up and this dude stuck and just kicks his fan in the face. Like, what the fuck? Oh, that's crazy. So the thing is, is it's like, uh, I look at it as the guardrail is there for protection, but security needs to do their job. And sometimes, like, we don't have security at Minos. <coughs> security. Yeah, security. I mean, I work there and I'm there, but, like, I'm I'm just watching <clears throat> Yeah. with everybody else, to be honest. Man, uh, so... The wildest thing that's happened to me at Vino's outside. Somebody would have to remind me in the moment, like, hey, you're supposed to break this up. I'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you know, hey, y'all take Oops. that outside. So, like, when we did the uh, match with Buddy and Chris, I had a goal. I wanted us to try to fight outside the building, which would have been cool, and into the street. That would have been wild. The thing is, that's a little deadly. That and the cops would have gotten called. Absolutely. Then we probably would have never wrestled again. Uh -huh. But, like, that was my thing. Is like when I want to go fucking wild and balls out. On I mean, y'all did the bar. Y'all did the bar. <clears throat> broke a table. Fucking. Yeah. I mean, y'all went for it. Yeah. No, buddy. Body slammed me on the floor. Uh, yes. So. And did you, was it you that jumped off the fucking bar? Yeah, jumped off the bar onto him. Uh, crazy. I've uh I've had my fair share of crazy moments there. Uh, <laughs> 
which is weird because this is like I'm a lot older than I am. You would think like, hey man, you might want to slow down on the crazy stuff, but it's like I was married and then I was in a relationship, so it's like I got people I can go home to. So it's like I need to protect myself a little bit, so I'm mm. not having to be like. Oh, hey, honey. So what happened? Well, I did something stupid. My leg went the way it's not supposed to go. Yeah, I'm sorry. So, you know. Uh, and I'm I, missing three toes. <laughs> dude, I've, uh, the, the gnarliest injury I've had from wrestling is uh, I broke my ankle. And I've got screws and plates in my ankle. How your ankle sits like this. Yeah. I was doing a training thing with Will. And Will didn't do anything. I just went to do a corner where I go kick off the turnbuckle pad. But I was, like, kicking off the rope instead of the turnbuckle pad. The rope rolled. Ooh, so how buddy. your foot sits like this, uh -huh. my foot went Love and it. broke. Yeah, I've, I've I was done supposed that. to wrestle a match that night. Nope. And uh, I was so bummed that I couldn't do it. Did you do it warming up? Yeah, I was doing it before the show. Fuck. Because, like, you know, me and Will will get to the show. and Y'all really do. Yeah. Y'all are in there toting around for like hours really oh yeah we like we'll just get in the ring fuck around do our do the wrestling stuff mm -hmm. and then we do what we learned at uh jujitsu and uh if you want a good jujitsu place to go to arkansas grappling club in little rock yeah <laughs> no nah, i don't think i'll be doing jujitsu oh, anytime oh, soon man hey look uh mark sniff hell of a dude um <laughs> Did not know he was familiar with the Vino scene, but apparently he's done a lot like, in that area with Buddy and Chris, and like they've told me some wild stories about Mark. So it's like, I'll, I'll let them tell those stories, but it's like, uh, you know, me and Will describe Mark as the anime dad, like the happy-go-lucky anime dad, uh -huh. but you look at him, there's a fucking killer in those eyes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that guy knows exactly what he can uh -huh. do. He knows he's going to... Your life is going to end He's the guy that's soon. laughing while he's pulling your ear off. Yeah. <laughs> like the Joker. <laughs> well, they were trained by a, a little bit by Billy Robinson. And, like, if you're, like, familiar with wrestling and MMA at all or, like, deep diving into it, mm -hmm. Billy Robinson's kind of like the godfather. He kind of helped get catch wrestling back here in the United States. This guy was Andre the Giant's handler. For that's crazy. So, like, cool. uh legit like a, a story i'd heard was like uh he took a girl out uh he was gonna go home with this lady and he told andre don't get in trouble but he like paid the bartender hey if he gets out of line call me don't call the cops <laughs> well then the cops get there because apparently andre gets super drunk and 50 beers later <clears throat> yeah they call billy there and Billy's like trying to get Andre to do something. Andre's a big guy. He's drunk, belligerent, you know, hard to deal with. And fucking apparently Billy choked him out and drug his big ass in his car. So I'm like, <laughs> anybody want a peanut? Yeah, dude. Dude, and that guy was massive. <clears throat> dude, that guy's hands were huge. They uh, <coughs> they said you could pass like a silver dollar through his like ring. Uh, I think he holds the record for most beers drank, like 120 does, 12 yeah. ounce cans. And I'm like, man, it's what a, a keg. Man. Yeah, you know. I mean, just drank a keg by himself in an afternoon. <clears throat> like, I think me and Will have probably topped out at, like, 30 apiece, and we did that earlier 30, I think, summer. is my, like, top. Yeah. Which is so much alcohol. It is, and it's, like, it's rough because we were. Kurt's falling asleep. Oh, man. Oh, uh, so, hey, look, I'm an old man. My stories get boring. I no, 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 uh, no. So, uh. Kurt just falls asleep like that. So me and Will have this uh, thing where it's like during the summer at his place because he's got a back patio. Like if there's nights we don't feel like hitting up D's or Vino. It's like we want to mm. stay at home and drink. 
We'll just go get us some B double L's, Bud Light limes, or regular uh. Bud Lights. <laughs> we'll sit there and just have like patio beers and have like his little stereo out there, and we're just like listening to old CDs and stuff. Patio beers, I like that. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, we'll just sit there and shoot the shit. And there for a while, we had like a group of people there. And uh, this is gonna segue into another story because uh, he got a new neighbor. Bring it on. He got a new neighbor, and he wasn't into patio beers, was he? Uh, well. She was out there drinking patio wine. Oh, patio wine. Ooh, dangerous. So, yeah. And, Tur- might uh, turn into a patio Karen if you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, this the whole moral of this story is Will can tell it better than I can. Now, I'm normally like a pretty calm drinker. I'm like, hey, man, relax. Uh-huh. But I'm rowdy. But for some reason, when I drink, I want to like be productive, too. So oh, no. Like, you're one of those. So, like, I clean up we after could, We could fix this deck, dude. Huh. Like, dude, we're 20 beers deep. Man. Yeah. Get the screwdriver out. Apparently, I did a whole 12-pack by myself. A whole, like, like one of, like, the 750 ml bottles of Jaeger straight. What the fuck? And then I did, like, 20-something jokes. That's People too many. That's too much stuff. So You're gonna die. I, yeah. <clears throat> Sometimes I go all out. Sometimes. So, yeah. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I damn near kill myself yeah, with a booze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'll fucking die in wrestling. Sometimes I'll <laughs> yeah. die by my own vice. And uh, you don't tell me how to die, bitch. Yeah. But like, we were over at somebody's house, and like, <laughs> nobody's gonna tell me not to or how to die. Not even me. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but I was over at someone's house, and apparently I got drunk enough that I did their whole, like a whole week's worth of dishes. That That's they amazing. Didn't clean. And then they're like, hey, you just you know drunk, what? like being a nice. And guy. they're like, hey, man, we'll buy all your alcohol all the time if you come. But I'm very, like, I'm one of those hospitable people. So like, if somebody You're invites very me hospitable. like a like a barbecue or something, yeah. I'm like, hey, help clean it up or whatever, you know, like, because you're you've got me as a guest in your home. I'm very much a campfire rules kind of person. Right. Want to leave anything better than I found. Yeah. So it's uh, so it like. It really pisses me off when I see a locker room full of grown men that talk about, hey, we are grown adults here. We can do this and that. But they leave their fucking trash on the floor. Mm. And the trash can is right there. Right. I'm yeah. Like, I'm like, man, you realize that's why venues don't take this kind of stuff anymore. Because we don't clean up after ourselves. Yeah, they have people that clean it up. But you know what? Like, make, make somebody else's job easy. Like, fucking sakes. If you're at a restaurant... That on the plate when you're sitting. Oh, see, I do that too. Yeah, make yeah. the busser's job. Easier, yeah, you know, I would take the shit to the kitchen myself if I could. Dude, I do that when I go eat at D's. Like if I actually grab something to eat, like I'll mm-hmm. throw all my trash away and then I'll just like walk my thing back. Like here you go, thank you for the food. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> because look, it was delicious. It, I'm gonna go have diarrhea now. <laughs> man, I had a. I didn't think I could stomach a whole calzone from there, but all I'd had to eat yesterday. Was like a uh, like a chicken sandwich and a protein cookie, and then I did five rounds at jujitsu with Will on open mats. Then we go and we do wrestling. We're there before the show, doing wrestling and doing stuff we learned in class in the ring. So it's like for like an hour, it's just like going. And then the uh, match, yeah. Then the match, which thank God that was main. And do, it's, do y'all stay and help break down on those bigger events like that? <clears throat> so. That is one of their permanent venues. Okay. So it's, you know, we don't really have to break down a lot because they do training and stuff there, too. That's cool. Um, but me and him try to help and st- uh, stay break or 
stay and help break down because there's some people that are that uh think they're too good to help that break down mm-hmm. or like you know they've got a a far drive and it's like yeah man we'll have driven to georgia we've driven to detroit and stuff yeah. we've, we've helped set up and tear down some of that was just so we could talk to a promoter and be like hey can we get on the show wheeling and dealing baby you don't have to pay us but let us <laughs> let us show you what we can do and if you want to have us back then we'll negotiate right and uh first one's on us yeah, yeah first one's on get us it. like uh let's show you what we can and so like me and will we tr- it's cool to have to wrestle each other at new shows. Mm-hmm. It's cool that it's comfortable. But you only learn so much wrestling the same person. Uh, yeah. So it's, I'll, I'll get out there, I want to learn. So it's like, um, I look at wrestling, again, as its own little art form. I'm going to, the way I wrestle Will, <laughs> there... Or like if it's me and Will, the way I cut his forehead open, and <clears throat> yeah, the way I spit fucking, blood all in his face, yeah, <laughs> and just beat him with that chain mercilessly, and then turn around and did a pose with that chain in my mouth, and some of the fans are like, yeah, then I'm looking, some of them are like, <laughs> oh, if you go back and look at those photos in particular, yeah. there's so many people just like, what the fuck, <laughs> like they did not know what they were getting, oh yeah, into, well, because so- word is spreading. Yeah. And that was, each one has been bigger than the last one. Yeah. And that was the biggest one. And it's just, man, the looks on people's faces. Dude, apparently they were turning people away at the door. They, yeah, they were. And I'm like, man, I just, uh, I hate it that we had to do it. It's cool that we like. That's the problem you want to have, man. Yeah, that it's, that's a problem you want to have. Yeah. But um, that gentleman right there in the back, I cannot say enough good things about that guy either. His name is Brian. Me right there. Oh, There's there you are. Yeah. Very handsome fella, and the Thanks, guy in man. front of you in the beard. That's He's very a, nice. That's Brian Lovell, and uh, a hell of a dude. We uh, we go and we hang out with him, and we watch wrestling pay per views. He puts up with training. me screaming insane things into his ear. Because <laughs> we've been on the same side for all the matches, so when they like, it's like we've got our own little group back there yeah. now, and I'm the guy for screaming, put it in his ass. <laughs> Yeah, literally. And then Bruce really did, did that it. shit. He to did me. it. He did that, man. That hurt. As he's did it, he's like, "Sorry, but throws me." But like uh, Brian, like we actually went and watched a Wrestle Dream at his house. That dude made some fucking pulled pork, like put it on the Delicious. smoker and everything. Life changing. So it was a uh, and uh, you know, he's got like a lot of good like merch ideas and stuff too. Uh, because he's worked in it, I think he did stuff at uh, like the Red Room and okay, stuff like yeah. that. I don't know the uh, the full logistics of it, but he sure. had to deal with me and Will in a car doing Stone Cold and Terry Funk accents. So there for a while, Will would do like the uh, he would do the whole like Terry Funk, "Hey, how are you?" And so I would sit there and like if you know Mick Foley as Cactus Jack, uh-huh. you know he's very soft spoken, but then he squeals so. Th- I would sit there, you know, Terry, when you did this to me, <laughs> my feelings, everything, my body. <laughs> so I'd do the McFoley squeal. They would, like, wait for it, and I would just, like, draw it out. And then when I would do it, I'd wilt. <laughs> but, like, uh, so, like, the car rides are interesting because it's just me and Will thinking, what's the most ridiculous thing we can do? And how are we going to top that? Uh, because we need to find a way to top that because we don't want to peak. 
because um, everything does. But the other thing conversations that me and him have are, man, how fortunate we are to get to be able to do this thing that we've loved ever since we were young. Yeah. Um, this has to be a labor of love, too, because like any form of entertainment, there's a lot of heartbreak in it. A heartbreak? You know? Like no money in it for yeah, most no. of the whole time? Yeah, and the, when you do get most of the money. The moments are what you're searching for. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, The drug. Yeah, that's the high that I get. It's yeah. like... Uh, you know, She's euphoric. You've got to, you've got to really love what you do to be able to do it and do it at this level for so long. Uh-huh. And uh, man, to me, it's just wild that I get paid to do this this thing that I've loved ever since I was young. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I get to travel with my best friend in a car. Sick. So you're so you're telling me I get to beat people up, hang out with my best friend, yeah. sometimes beat my best friend to a pulp, <laughs> and uh, paid for it. Uh-huh. Nice, nice. And like we have a we you have get like to roam a, around a new city and yeah, do all that kind of shit too. Uh, meet new people, meet new people, faces. Uh, it's one of my cool favorite stuff. things to do, man. Um, we did a seminar in San Antonio, Texas. And so we got to check out, like, I'm like, you want to take a day early? Like, something we don't get to do a lot. Take a day early and just go sightsee. So, like, that's what we did was we went and saw some sights. Checked out, like, the Riverwalk Mall that's got the fucking river going through it. Yeah. Coolest thing than the little duck People in the boats and shit, yeah. Uh, I I swore we ran into somebody at the cartel in that mall because they were just, like, all dressed up. Like, you think Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad cartel. That's how they were dressed sitting at the table. And I'm like, well... Let's get our fucking check because I don't want to die here. Someone's gonna die. Nah. Is someone gonna die? <laughs> nah, not not in that amount of public. That's yeah. like the most public. Yeah. Um. But cool fucking boardwalk though. I yeah, will say is. very pretty. You know, I had a boss say while you're down there, you need to visit the Alamo, man. And I go, ah, I go, we were just talking about go, it Jeff, <laughs> before you got here. Really? <laughs> I go, Jeff, man. Look, I'm not gonna have time to fucking visit the Alamo. He's like. It is so small. It's so it's this it's this room and that one. It's the yeah. smallest thing in the world. You can't believe it. But it's it. so crazy to see that. And then me and Will have a video for where we went to the uh, San Fernando Cathedral because apparently it's haunted and it sat where like the first door, like where the first like actual shot at the Alamo happened, I believe, or like where the original church uh-huh. stood. They've got like a seal. So me and Will are walking around the gift shop, <laughs> and he's like snapping it, and it's. Jesus, and you look up, and it's just a statue of Jesus. <laughs> That's funny. So, like every, so that'll pop up on his memories and send that to me, and he'll send it to me, and it will never not get a laugh out of me because I think of like how fun that was, and uh, we the seminar we went to was AEW wrestler Christian Cage, so we learned Damn. a lot from him. And how, so, what does something like that look like? Do they actually? Can you interact, or is it just oh. like a? So here's the deal by us. <laughs> uh, you can interact like with Christian. We just all of us had so many questions mm. and he was so gracious to give us this information, uh, even though he, uh, for some reason, has a fascination with people and their dead family members. If you keep up with the AEW, it's pretty fucking cool. Uh, it's a strange fascination. Well, he, he's got this running bit like that started with Jack Perry, where he's like, you have a father. 
and your dad's dead, you know? And then he, there's this new guy named Nick Wayne. He's like, Are you Nick sad Wayne. about it? Yeah. And he's like, Nick Wayne, I heard you have a father. And there's a pause. And the fan's like, Oh, no. And he's like, And your dad's dead. I also heard your father was a wrestler. Well, I've never heard of him, so he must not have been that good. So you have nothing to live up to. Damn. <laughs> and I'm like, damn. Like, he's a menace, That's but fun. I love it. Like, I'm like, oh. Like, if somebody said that to me, I'd probably. That's pretty good. I would either probably chuckle because I've got a dark sense of humor. Or I would just kick the yeah, shit out of I'd him. I'd be chuckling, too. for sure. I would probably a little a little A and B. Just like, <laughs> hey, let me finish laughing, then I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> but uh, It's pretty brutal. But like, So there's some seminars. You have the physical aspect. We went to a, a seminar for a wrestler called Super Crazy. And he doesn't speak English. So it was a very physical one. So we learned a lot of like Lucha Libre stuff. That's fun. Super crazy. And um, was this also in San Antonio? This uh, so Christian Cage was in San Antonio. Super crazy was in uh, I think uh, or St. Louis, Missouri. Oh, okay. And then we've done you know cool little seminars with a uh, Rocky Romero from New Japan, and that's where Buck Skinner went to school, do some uh, wrestling school at. Which, by the way. Um, November fourth, APW is bringing in one of their tra- uh, a New Japan trainer, Fred Rosher. He wrestled for WWE for a while. Is Darren Young? Um, it's gonna be at some <clears> one of y'all's is, schools. It's gonna be at APW show at the uh, I think it's the uh, Ariana Civic Center or something like. That. I don't remember the venue, but it's November fourth. And I you think what else is November fourth? <clears throat> Crash Gas cover show. Yes. Let me do a plug real quick. No. <laughs> no, no, go for it. Plug your no, stuff. Because no, I told Will, I go, oh, man, like, the thing about wrestling is we love it so much, but it makes us so... You miss... It, it saddens us that we miss so much. Yeah. But it's like, that's why me and him, like, when we go to shows, we try to buy band merch. And Them's the breaks. Is that way, it's like, hey, look. We, I'm still trying to work on a way to get y'all some lame Johnny t-shirts. <laughs> man, dude... Me and him are looking forward to that, too. I got to figure it out, because we have a dope-ass design. I don't know if I sent it to you or not. I got to see it's it. It's like some... It, those are Shimfo shirts. It's like Sam Elliott. Shout out to Zachary Carlisle. He made it. It's Dude, it's so fucking dope. It's basically... It looks kind of like Sam Elliott, but his eyes are crossed out with big black X's. Oh. It just says Lame Johnny, and it's got like a wanted poster-style border around it. It's oh, so fucking man. sick. Fucking let me and Will know about it, because we've been... We've been on the hunt for some lame Johnny merch. And if I knew uh, how to fucking make a screen, I'd just do it myself. I haven't man. made one since fucking high school. And to make screens? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Maybe I'll bring that four-color press over here and yeah, <laughs> do some screen printing. Uh, hey, and like I said, you... Uh... Well, show's in what? Two weeks? October 28th. <clears throat> yeah. Fino's brother. Oh, We're yeah. going to come down there and pull your fucking tits off. Yeah. yeah. Little Pizza Shop of Horrors. I love the name of it. It's too, great. Because, yeah. like, you know, the, the flyers to... also. Whoever makes y'all's fucking flyers is. <laughs> Lucas Tubbs is a did damn. This one. And he is a fucking. All, all of the events the flyers y'all have made have been fucking phenomenal. Man. They're consistent as fuck. Y'all make like 20 different ones. It's brilliant. So, I love that promo angle. Yeah. I want to steal it for shows. Like. So, we we are lucky enough to the, have guys for the like, one we do for the cover show we do. Oh yeah, man! It's like it's so interesting because like now it's like 
oh, the thing is random pictures, but band stuff like the band Heels. Yes. Fucking love those guys. And it's They're just great. like Josh McClain will just like put like a random picture of two kitty cats, heels. So I had to <laughs> yeah, jump yeah. on the uh, Kevin James fanboy train and the meme train. Everybody. And then did the uh, F- FGA coming to a town near you, and it's <laughs> Kevin James and Leah Rimini. <laughs> so it's. Uh, <laughs> and uh, like, and I'm like, look, man. The way I pr- try to promote the uh, wrestling shows at Vino's is I do a meme. So it's like I had this C-3PO on a tech deck. Right. It's like me shredding my way into Vino's uh, <laughs> little pizza shop of horrors on October 28th. It works. It works. Um, Put that shit on TikTok. <clears throat> well, man, I need to start getting into TikTok and Twitter. It's like... I, I feel like if you're a wrestler, person. that's the great spot. Like, fuck that app all to hell. But if that's the thing to do, because you can always be the character you are. And yeah. always have new content to put out, no matter how many times a day you want to do it. Oh yeah, it's Your, uh, y'all. What are they called? Promos? Yeah, cut promo. a promo. Yeah, wrestling promos, the highlight reels and stuff. Like the uh, last highlight reel I made, and that was the first one I made in a long time, was that one for Mine and Will's dog collar match. Oh right. And uh, I got questioned by a buddy of mine. You're wrestling on a show called New Metal, and. Uh, why did you use Sabbath Bloody Sabbath by Black Sabbath as the highlight reel for that song? I go, Bubba, I listened to so much new metal that night that I needed a fucking mental break from it. Now, some people love that. <laughs> and that's cool if you do, but it's like, look, man, unless it's fucking Creed. Because <laughs> me and Will, like, jokingly, I think it started as a joke. I'm like, man, you know Creed. And then you get into it. Rocks. And then we start listening to they got, it. Hey, they got riffs. Yeah, they do. Well, dude, Mark Tremonti He's a badass, does yeah. not get enough credit for what no, he, he does. It's because he was in Creed. Yeah. Actually, it might have been the other thing. The other thing was not that good. I didn't Are like you talking about Alter Bridge? Yeah. yeah. Man, so they do Edge's theme, and that's about the only thing I know from them that's, yeah. that's decent. Uh, but, uh, <clears throat> you know, other than that, like... Creed's got so many hits. Like, you can name off Creed hits. 30 fucking hits. Yeah, Yeah, like, so, uh, there was a, uh, (laughs) we were riding, we were listening to My Own Prison on a car ride home, (laughs) me and Will, and, uh, you know, in my own prison, he's like, shut him in there on a Sunday morning, bang in my head. I go, Will, when he says that part of the song, man, I feel that. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, when Scott Stapp said he was there on Sunday morning, banging his head, bro. I felt that. I, I felt too. that shit. Yeah, in my soul. Because <laughs> as a kid, I used to go to church. And I used to have to go to church with my grandparents. You better have been. Little fucking sinner. <clears throat> Dude, the worst sin I've you're ever... you cutting your fucking friends' faces and stuff. The worst Bad sin that I've ever like committed was I went to church on shrooms one time. Fuck yeah, <laughs> At 16. Was Jesus there? I felt like For real because this, time? this was a so like the whole experience that I can remember was my cousin was sitting next to me. Was and also we went on shrooms? No, he was okay. he, he was straightened <laughs> up, and I go, "Hey, dude, I'm gonna do these, so you know, make sure Grandma and Grandpa." I'm gonna meet Christ, bro. For real. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a Pentecostal church. Oh shit! So they believe in tongues. So they're shit got real in weird. Tongue. Yeah, I'm looking at fucking Michael. I go. What the fuck is going on, dude? I go to the bathroom and he, like he finds me. He's like, dude, I find you crying. He's like, he's like, and all you could say was, "Hey, don't let them give me to the devil. <laughs> don't don't let them give me to the goat, man. <laughs> They're gonna know. They're, They're gonna, gonna know. fucking know." I went to meet Jesus. Turns out Satan was in there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, what a life. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. I was bamboozled somewhere here. What church is grandma and grandma going to? The church Dude. of fucking Satan? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's like the worst thing I've ever done was go to church on shrooms. And I, uh, you know, like I've cut back to drinking now, but it's like the uh, I've had some experiences with, with a few psychs. And it's like, oh, man, you know, that's a journey. Uh, to some people, I mean, if that's your thing, cool. Uh, but... It's like wild. I can't do it. No, I, uh, I've, I've did. I've it, always uh, wanted to. I can't do it. Man, I've did no it way. a couple times, and it is. It's. That's I'm fascinated like, that's, by it. Yeah. No. Like, like it's definitely doing something. Well, you know, they're like running medical stuff on oh, it. Oh yeah. Now, oh, and it's like huge. using shrooms to. Uh, it's huge now. Cure PTSD yeah. and shit. Yeah, and you know what? Good that like we allow that. They've legitimately but, cured it in like a handful of like soldiers, so that's amazing. <laughs> it's like, well, we need to fast track that fucking shit. Yeah, Come on do, now, and it's been around for, for oh the whole time. Yeah, and it's like. Well, it's the big pharma. Well, it's like, weird because like everything the hippies were saying back in the '60s, and now it's like, <clears throat> oh, they was right about all of it. Yeah, but yeah. we just got to figure out a way to make this shit uh, profitable. Make it, like profitable. Yeah, yeah, because so like, we had to make it illegal stuff at home. Uh, oh, you know, in and, your bathroom. Yeah, maybe not Kurt's bathroom. Somebody's bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> someone's bathroom, or not, or not, maybe not the Vino's bathroom. No, no. <laughs> well, there's shit growing in there for sure, but it's. <laughs> You don't want it, man. Yeah, it's uh, that's the wrong kind of psychedelic. I'm, I'm afraid to use the toilet there. I love that venue, but there's sometimes I'll go, I'll go to take. Every a time leak. I see it, I'm like, ah. it's like, man, the, the misfits probably pissed I, here. I think but... I'd rather shit in the street. Yeah, <laughs> with all due respect, yeah, lo- yeah. love you, Venos, but uh, this toilet is. Uh... Did you know this was a part of Venos? I was. Uh, I think this was this, this the was pod you did with Will that you were saying this was actually part of the Vino stage, mm-hmm, the original one. Um, so was it like smaller then, or was it? Uh, well, technically, yeah, it was smaller. This is just a chunk of the plywood that we took out from where the drums were. Well, it's like right in front of the drums, sorta. So, <coughs> is this just like a? This is a piece you decided that you wanted to take home and make something. Well, we threw most of it away, and then I took a few pieces. One of them is hanging up in Dogtown Barber Lounge, and it's got a photo from the show we did to raise the money. So it's like a full circle photo. Yeah, it's uh, got our buddy Noodle crowd surfing. (laughs) Yeah, and it and he works at Dogtown, so that hangs up in there. And then there's this table, and then there's. Another piece that someone else has, and I'm going to say, and then another piece that I have that's preserved, and that's it. Dude, speaking of Noodle, he ain't a Noodle anymore either. That dude's What the fuck? He's yoked up, dude. Yeah, he is. I didn't even know, and then all of a sudden he's dropping Instagram bombs, and I'm like, what the fuck? Well, dude, that's the good thing about being skinny is it's like there's a difference. You can hide it. Yeah, you can hide it, and it's like... Uh, what is it? I'll see, like, oh, like, Timmy, he's so buff. Like, my nieces are teenagers. You just see him. He's got a six-pack. And I go, the kid weighs 120 That's pounds. Right. He looks like Frankenstein's bulimic fucking hey, sister. Yeah, he's got <laughs> metabolism issues, Cynthia. Yeah, no, yeah. He's not strong. <laughs> Damn, yeah, he ain't strong. <laughs> like, uh... His body's eating itself. <laughs> yeah, man. Has he ever thought of getting his fucking T-levels checked? <laughs> Chris is a bitch. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, 
Uh, Chris and Buddy have poisoned me and my vernacular of some oh, yeah. stuff. Um, oh, they'll leech into you. Oh, man. That's the worst but, part. But, man, but, Buddy says things, and I'm like, I'm just going to get myself in trouble, bro. Man, he sent us, <laughs> he's a, so he, funny. He sent us a, a, a voice chat. I love hanging out with him. And he's like, man, you know, I could be God's gift to the world someday with all the fucking karate I know. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what? Dude's uh, mind is on another level, dude. A whole different playing field, but so is Chris's, like, Chris's stand-up is pretty wild, too. It's like, pretty good. Um, Makes me laugh. Dude, I get a chuckle, and it's uh, I've seen a couple of times where he's did this same bit, but he's, like, brushed up on it. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. You know, he he's keep doing it, keep fine-tuning it and shit. Yeah, yeah. just kind of like any skill. Like, you've got to, like, find something that I do that even with songs. Like, we just wrote a brand-new <clears> song, and, you know, if you play it for a few years, and then all of a sudden you go... You know, this would sound dope as fuck if I just change this one little thing. Yeah. And then you play it like that forever. Well, it's like, uh, what is it? It's like, for instance, it's like, uh, if as a guitar player, you know, it's like, hey, this could fit here, and it's good, but it, there's something missing. Uh -huh. It could be something as simple as maybe a dive bomb or a pinch harmonic, and then it's like, oh, that's it. That's, that's it, like, yeah. And it's you just know, what's like, really frustrating is sometimes it takes – a long ass time to figure out what he's missing. <laughs> yeah. And then you start doing it and they're like, oh, it sounds better. And you're like, oh, this has been out for years. You That's didn't right. think it sounded good. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, we're all our own worst critics. Too. Always. Like, you know, I'll do a match and then no, you ask me, like, I'm the worst fucking <laughs> musician of all time. Man. Hands down. <laughs> dude, bullshit. Like, man, like when you're doing the, uh, the right solo for, though, uh, for uh, problems. Yes. You know, like, the anti solo. Yeah, the yeah. anti solo shit rips. And then uh, doing Texas Viking, just that. I'm just sitting there like, ah. yeah. I feel like that. So, we wanted to do a music video for that one. I was <laughs> like, dude, I feel like I'd have, you have to just get in a tiny little room and just literally pack people all around and jump around for like 30 minutes and then film it. So just be just to have the energy right. I man, love that song. Um, little kiss ass moment. I actually used Texas Viking for when I fucking deadlift. Fuck yeah, so on dude! Like heavy deadlift days. Yeah, it's just like. And then uh, if That's I'm doing badass. like hypertrophy, that? if I do like hypertrophy, which is just like higher reps at a lower weight. Ooh, burnouts. Yes, if I do days like that, then it's overkill by my or uh, Motorhead. Nice. So it's like I've got to. And then there's some days I'll Motorhead work out rips. to Lou Reed and Lou Armstrong. It's like I, I have a variety of stuff I listen to. You working to. out to Louis Armstrong? Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, well, sometimes I like uh, Fuck yeah. So I work two jobs. So it's like Monday through Thursday is, uh, for me, is literally I'm working my at-home engineering job. Okay. 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. I'm off there, and then I go work at the hospital. As a, as a sterile tech from 4 p.m. to whenever. There's some nights that, like, they'll do emergency surgeries, and I'll just stick around and help one of my coworkers. Damn. One night we got out of there at 2 a.m. Then I go hit the gym. Damn. Get out at maybe 4.30, go home, get about an hour and a half, two hours of rest, get up and do it all Dedication, over Dedication, man. And uh, the thing I've gotten into now is, like, I'll get up, like, about an hour before I need to be at the at-home job. I'll do like 30 minutes of like some kind of exercise, which could be yoga, could be stretching, could sure. be just a little jog, go, um, you know, we have a circle driveway. So it's like, I'll just like walk laps around the driveway for 30 minutes, but I try to do 30 minutes of exercise, 15 minutes of reading, and then just decompress from all that. And then go to my other, or my at home job, because I want to, 
want to get my body physically like going mm. uh, because I work so much that at my at home job there's times I'm just yes like try not to pass out so like if I get my body active yeah then it's uh then you know I can start doing my own thing and um, you know I will say like working out has helped a lot with my mental health too as sure. well as my diet and then changing my mentality. It was very much like this time last year. <clears throat> I don't see how people could bear to be around me at this time last year because like my only response was anger at a lot of stuff because I was mm. confused and I came from a a family where it's like, oh, you know, you go see a counselor, you're fucking crazy. And right, like, right, right. But the greatest yeah. thing I did was actually see a counselor yeah. because they helped me kind of like understand some of these feelings and where it comes from. <clears throat> we'll talk about your feelings, huh? Yeah, yeah. Weak ass bitch. Yeah, it's like, hey, fucking be a man. Like mm -hmm. me and me and my me and my real dad got into an argument over this. <laughs> I've got my real dad, and then I've got my stepdad, and. My stepdad was dad for me for a long time because my real yeah. dad hit a low point with drugs and such. And I mean, he's been clean now. Gaden, that's good. Like, oh yeah, you know for um, and like so, me and him kind of rekindled that relationship because when he was like on meth and shit, it was all I got from him was uh, fucking off myself. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? I mean, don't tell your kid that. Yeah, and yeah. then I uh. And I went through my own mental health struggles. Right. And I'm like, dude, I'm doing this sober. Dad was out of his mind doing this. Like, why am I having these feelings, you know? Mm -hmm. And it was like, I started talking to a counselor. And, you know, and then, like I said, my only response to anything was anger. Because yeah. it's like, I was confused. Didn't know, like, a lot about that stuff. And it was, I was so, like, stressed out by, like, finances. And I'm like, mm -hmm. so, like, anyone would talk to me. I'm Fuck you. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it was like, I'm sorry. I'm just like, life is getting to me. And then it's, why be that way? So it's like, I went from like, hey, man, maybe I deserve to live from that to, Ooh. oh, dude. Then I look at myself now from a year ago. So much mental health progress changed the thing, people I surrounded myself with, mm -hmm. uh, which is weird because. You are what you surround yourself Absolutely. with. Absolutely. And so I got to, once I like uh, started like giving myself a better environment to hang around, which weirdly enough is a punk scene. Because like when you go through certain events in life, like that for me was after the relationships had ended, I'm like, oh, dude, who the fuck am I? Who am I? Mm -hmm. And so it's like when I found out who I, I get was that. as a person, it's like, oh, dude, I'm just fucking punk rock kid from Batesville who likes all this nerdy stuff, also is a pro wrestler. And it's like, went from like, man, maybe I don't deserve to live. Maybe some people are right. And then I'm like, dude, what did I deserve all this good stuff? And there's right. times like I feel guilty because like I'm on a string of good luck. Imposter Will, syndrome. Yeah. Will's like, dude, you, you're a, he's like, it's real brother. Yeah. Will's like, Cody, you're a silly bitch. You work your ass off to have yeah. the stuff you have. And That's it's right. like, uh, but there's also the the part of me that's like, my cup is kind of getting too full. As weird as it sounds, and I don't want to complain. It's so just, it seems that way, yeah. It, but to me, like, I feel so bad about it, like that, because I know there's other people that can use it. For sure, good people that yep. can use it. 
if there's a way like I could give them that, I totally would. Because it's like I am very much like I only need enough to get me by. Sure. I live out of a backpack on the weekend. Right. Traveling with wrestling yeah. gear, uh, clothes, staying at Will's house on the weekends and stuff. So uh because we travel together and that's kind of efficient. We're not having to rush around and like, oh dude, gotta drive two hours to go get Will and then go to this show that's like six hours in a different right, direction. Right, right. Get him there and then drive another two hours back. Uh, but, you know, like, some of that, we still do that sometimes because there's days where it's like, dude, we work so fucking much that there's some days it's like, hey, Will, no offense, I'm going to leave out a little early so I can go home and uh, watch a movie and hang decompress. out. Decompress. Yeah, you got yeah. to. You got to. Uh, <clears throat> I decompressed and I've started, like, watching, like, it's. I get, I get in, I get in modes like that too, man, yeah. where I forget that you have to calm the fuck down for a second yeah you know and uh well it's that uh the high of the moment but enjoy enjoy yourself too you yeah know? man uh you're searching for all these moments and you got uh, you need a moment too you know it's like yeah be uh, still like uh yeah no and that's uh i think the hardest thing for me was like self-love yeah. and it's like uh, i think uh, that's most of us yeah, yeah fucking taking care of yourself is self-love yeah. there's nothing wrong with like hey taking a day to yourself yeah and my my toxic trait that i tell everybody is uh when me and will do some of these shows at diamond state we're not getting will home till about like midnight and then i'm driving you know two hours so yeah. 2 a.m and then i'm working two jobs the next day and there's some days will's like Got like all this vacation time at your first job is fucking i work for a great company yeah and uh they take care of us very well i don't use my vacation time much mm-hmm. i'll like use it for like ship wrestling shows on a friday and but like i'll like work extra on like a sunday morning or something where i can take that day off or so you know there are times now where it's like oh dude i've if I don't use these days, I'm going to lose them. So I like right. try to might as well use them between like Christmas and new year. We have like, you know, the Christmas, Christmas Eve, and new year's off. So I'm like, all right, well I've got like four days here that I can just use vacation on like decompress for the end of the year. Just kind of relax. And yeah. now that I'm working two jobs, it's like, maybe I can talk my ass from the other going on early, going in a little early. And even more, why don't you just, Fucking rest, man. Yeah. And it's, I always want to do Stop something. Stop compromising and just take the damn day off. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. Yeah. Uh, I know but, the struggle, man. But, like, it's, uh, well, hell, dude, you work construction, and mm-hmm. then you do stuff at Vino, so it's like, fucking day, some, some days it's like, especially like big show days, it'd be like 17 hours, 18 hours straight. Man. Construction straight to Vino, because, you, you know, you're, you can't just, like, go home and, yeah. Freshen up, you got to be there. I'm, I yeah. work for myself, and I'm the only employee is me. Yeah. So if I'm not there, nothing's getting done. So, yeah. <clears throat> man. So, uh, like, have you? But always... I also do that because you know I could just leave early. It's my job, but I don't. Same yeah. shit, same issue. It's it's like, well, I'll work till two three thirty, then I'll drive, <clears throat> you know, to Vino's, whatever, how far away it is, or four or whatever. Yeah. Clock in, and, and just uh, keep going, man. And it's 
And some of it's the economy. Some of it is you enjoy what you do. I didn't think I would enjoy this second job as much as I did because my initial plan is I just need a second job because I want to get out of this financial situation right. I'm in. And then I like I start working there and start like learning all the surgical instruments and the stuff. And I see my sister there every now and then because she's a surgical oh, that's nurse. Cool. So like there's some days like if it's slow and I'm she'll like pop in say hey what's up and then it's just like a roast of me and her just shit talking <laughs> each other the whole time and uh i remember telling her one day you know i'm the only boy of the family i'm the youngest mom realized she had her perfect child and stopped at me i go oh uh-huh yeah mom, okay you know i never thought <laughs> you know mom always said i'm her only son I go, but tell me, Stephanie, why is your facial hair better than mine? <laughs> so it's, you know, and I like say that in front of our boss, and our boss is like, oh, no. <laughs> so, but, like, I didn't think I would enjoy that job. So it's like if you have work you do, then, you know, it makes, like, the days go by a little quicker. There's For some sure. days it drags. I feel the days it drags are the days you're most exhausted. And those suck. Dude, there are days where I'm just staring at the floor like, damn. <clears throat> Really don't want to be here. And you'll work. I mean, you work. You have to. Yeah. And you get, like, nothing done. You spend yeah. a whole day doing fucking nothing. Well, you're working, but it's just so slow, and you just don't want to be there. And really, you should just go home, dude. It's better. Just come back the next day refreshed. Yeah. You'll get so much more done. Uh, that's kind of what I've had to do uh, lately, especially with the gym, is I've got, like, uh, nagging injuries from, like, wrestling and stuff. And there's some days, like, you know, even like Buddy and Chris are like, "Hey, man, maybe take the day off, get, yeah. get in eight hours of sleep." Yeah, yeah. And uh, when I crash over at Will's, sometimes um, Will's like, "Dude, I just let you sleep because I know you don't sleep a lot during the week." And that's that's kind of true, uh, but like everything I do is has a reason for it, and it's kind of like out of some kind of love, whether it's. You know, the gym is self-love. I want to look the part for what I this other thing mm -hmm. I love, which is wrestling. Crafting the, the figure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, <clears throat> you know, we were talking about chasing moments. Like, the thing for me with wrestling is my goal was always to take a uh, somebody who's either new to this or not a fan of wrestling and turn them into a fan of wrestling. And I heard... Yeah. <laughs> And thank you, by the way, for all your support and stuff and everything you do. Always. Um, man, because that shit rules. We couldn't do it without the fans and good people like backing us, too. I, uh, so it's like there was this uh, lady at another show called Diamond State. I found out recently her niece was a fan of mine uh, or became a fan of mine. And all I did was go out there and I got my ass kicked by like six, seven people. <laughs> but like it was. I related because it's like that every like the every man character underdog character right you know? right because most of the time I'm in the ring with somebody especially now I'm the small guy compared to them so uh, it's like uh -huh. you know it's the underdog story to be told and so like some people relate to the that. Rudy story yeah yeah and like uh so <clears throat> you know it was when she told me that and she was like sending me the snaps and she's like. My niece is like a, now a huge fan of yours. She's, uh, you know, and she's like, you've made so much impact on this kid's life off of one show. Isn't that and crazy? Appearance. And it's, I teared up because of it. Oh, because yeah. it was like that moment of realization where it's like, 
Maybe I am good at this thing that I do, or maybe I'm at least somewhat good. Makes at it, it worth it anyway. Yeah, know? like uh, every fucking injury I've had, yeah, sleepless nights, days I've been told you're not good enough at what you do. It's uh, and there's days even to this day, it's like I'll do something. God, this that fucking suck. And someone stupid will, idiot. Yeah, idiot. and Will's like, yeah, dude, dude, that <laughs> match was fucking awesome. What do you mean? And I'm like, well, I did this and that, and I should have <coughs> did this and that. He's like. Well, I couldn't tell, and those people reacted to it. Uh-huh. And uh, so... That's just standing outside that door at Vino's, <clears throat> expect, like bands, they yeah. come off stage, you're like, it was the worst show ever, and I was like, they were cheering. Yeah. Sounded good to me. Yeah. I do that to myself, bro. I've, the the yeah. worst shows in my life, I've been like, I, I've never fucking, I don't know why, blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, literally no one noticed. It's just yeah. you're in your head. Well, I think... The hilarious part about being an entertainer. And and I think it's a uh, it's a catch twenty two of self deprecation mm-hmm. on that of like you self deprecate because you want to get better. Yeah. However, if you stay in that negative mindset, then you're going to keep that. But it's ruins like, it. but also being overly positive ruins it too. Yeah, being overly and the ego. Yeah, and so it's like there's some of that negativity. You need some kind of negativity to keep you humble and appreciate what you do. Because with wrestling, that could all end for me in a moment's notice. For sure. Very dangerous. like, you know, somebody could drop me on my head and then I will never be able to function again. It's happened to multiple guys. People have gotten killed doing this shit. Um, You know, and it's... That's uh, scary to think about. Knock on wood there. Yeah, no. uh, Thank you for staying alive, Will. (laughs) (laughs) But... uh, He fucking bled buckets, and you know he had that match with Sleazy. It was literal buckets, man. Like uh, fuck, and he had that match with Sleazy, and I'm like, man, like, how did you not die in that match? And there was like, yeah, how do you not die? And uh, (laughs) I can't die. I yeah, no, uh, like uh, God left me unfinished. I can't die, (laughs) and like, uh, but like, uh, oh, it's a. with wrestling to me it's um so I, you know we talked about imposter syndrome a while ago i you know i was the only boy and i'm the youngest so like you know i have four sisters so each of them i had somebody that they could pair off to. right I didn't have that really in my household and i was my biological dad's only kid mm. so the only thing i had was like wrestling and no games right. ever for me and so like when i got when i get to do the wrestling the best way i describe it is relationship or not always felt kind of like an imposter somewhere yeah so it's like when i'm out there in front of that crowd for those 10 20 minutes it makes the world that i feel lonely and feel a little less lonely and i get to take somebody who probably feels the same way yeah and make them feel that way so when i see like a little kid at a show even if i'm giving that kid hell it is. I look that kid in the eye, and then it's like I see like that version of me that was impacted by it. So it's like I need to be the best me. That person. Right. Yeah. That person that paid the ticket. I need to be the best me for that person. I need to also be the example to all my nephews and nieces and those little kids. Like, hey, look, just do your thing. Do the work. Make it happen. You can make it happen. You can, but you, but you have to be willing to do the work. And like I said, you know the 
the day that <clears throat> Lame Johnny's playing, I guess. Or uh Lame Johnny, but the show happening October fourth, the Crash Cast. Show. Oh yeah, the the the, the cover or show. November fourth, yeah. the cover show. It like, you know, that stuff you've gotta sacrifice for what you do and like while it sucks, it's uh you know, it's Oh, it sucks for Kurt. That man is yeah. the most busy that day than you could ever believe. Oh, I wouldn't doubt it. I the mean, amount of like, conversations was, and this and that and this and that and fucking yeah. what the fuck. That, and I mean, he does the camera work and stuff too, don't he? He's so filming, yeah, he films and shoots the whole event. Yeah, so it's like he's like. Put it all together, films and shoots it like. A, has to answer he's, questions. He's day of like, you know, guy. He's man in yeah. charge. Talk to Kurt. Uh, man, you know, we gotta we we have to do what we call in wrestling put somebody over and uh give a shout out and a uh, good tip of the hat and toes to uh to Cat. Kurt because hey. he kicks a lot of ass. He does. Mm-hmm. He has a closet full of hats that he likes to wear all the time. <laughs> man. He does have a lot of hats actually. That's good. Real ones and figurative ones. Man, you know what? And I, I just adore had a, and admire the fuck out of it. <laughs> so. I just had a big old case of imposter syndrome last weekend, dude. Really? Too big. So yeah, it made me emotional. Like, it's like, my life is fucking fake. And It happens. It just comes in waves. You do something yeah. so fucking cool, and then you just go like, ah, that can't be. Well, it's, again, it's like that, the moment you get it, and it's like, I don't deserve that, this. Yeah, and it's uh-huh. like, I don't deserve this, but it's like. What did you do? Because yeah. like you're saying that, and I'm yeah. like, dude, you're like the nicest guy. You're one of the man, nicest people I've, I've ever met. You deserve everything that. you got. And I appreciate that. I've Likewise, seen you like, earn what you've got. Like, and yeah. if, even if it's on a scale that's on our scale, yeah, you still busted your ass for it, and I've busted my ass too. But yeah. it, but it's hard it's, to look inward and go, I deserve this. Yeah, no, I look at like that match could be the one thing that people remember from that show. And that's great, but I go back and I watch every match on the show. Do and you? I will talk to Will. Uh, Y'all break like, it down, like yeah. And I'm like, dude, I think this guy would be great facing off against this guy down mm. the line. So me and Will will like talk to each other, and you know, he'll talk to Chris and Buddy, and like they'll, because they are like the minds of the operation. I'm just kind of like the little devious. Hey, man, I think this match would rule. So. Um, he should hit him with a machete. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. I've seen people use machetes. In no, that's fucking now. crazy. Like, and no, I'm no, like, no. fucking what? It, like, I get it, flavors of ice cream, but there's like so much. There is such thing as like, dude. People are gonna see that, and they're doing the machete thing. Just people are gonna some dumbasses out there using a real one. Using a real one. Yeah, that. But not what's well, real, that, but it's not been doled down or anything. Yeah, or, yeah. And, but not only that, it's. This guy's beep, 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 beep. Uh-huh. And you're going to have some moron out there. Yeah, and chopping off hands yeah, and shit. Scout. Yeah, Well, me and Will actually found a video of a guy that apparently had a, like, finger on the end of his pinky. And they did, like, a uh, a uh, sequence in it where the guy gets bolt cutters and cuts it off. This is the gimmick. <gasps> cuts the guy's pinky off. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. And he, you just hear, oh, he cut off my fucking finger. And I'm like, no shit. <laughs> and here's the deal. The thing is, is like, that was legit because it's. Well, it's gone now, too. Yeah, it's gone. I'm just like, I'm literally watching the whole Freddy Krueger scene of when yeah, he yeah. gashes his fingers and blood. God. Just and I'm like, man, like, 
The dedication, but also oh, you—that was fucking dumb. That's <laughs> dumb. That's fucking there, dumb. There are certain like dumb things I will do, and like if you're gonna do something that stupid, you better make damn sure it's not, it's not like un fuck like unfuckrizable yeah. or whatever the fuck yeah, like dude, you dude, have to be able to do it a hundred times. Because you're already times. doing something yeah. where the margin for error is very so slim. low. Oh and, my god! And then it's like uh, you're just adding to that everything you add. Yeah, and it's uh. I tell you what, that hot dog and handshake better be fucking worth losing that finger <laughs> you over. Fucking lying, dude. You made eighteen dollars and got a free cold hot dog. Yeah, man. You know what? Shit, hey, brother. Hey, man. Yeah, you go get the you go up to the promoter. Ooh, hey, man, I need that envelope, but can I get two hot dogs and a paramedic? Yeah, please. And also, look, man, we we went through a, a worldwide pandemic. We don't have to shake hands here. Just give me another hot dog. Make that three. <laughs> Make I, three I got a dogs. big fat wife and nine kids at home, and I got to feed them, as <laughs> Stan Hansen said. So it's like, you just segment that hot dog into thirds. <laughs> just here you go. Like a workplace pizza party where it's oh, like, hey, dude. Man. Did you see that video going around of the actual... This company posts like these crazy record profits and they've set up like a little buffet for all their employees and shit. And someone was like, it's, it's, it's real. And they're just yeah. showing it and they're like, the, and they show how much money they made, oh. like how much the company made. And then this is, was their thank you was some shitty ass catered food, yeah. which catered food, not that great. No, no, it's not at all. It was cooked days it's... ago. It's getting warmed up by little, you know, yeah. Little Bunsen burners yeah. and stuff. Uh, like the only thing I would say that's really good, like leftover, if you're gonna the cater, day I quit my fucking job for that, sure. That and fucking barbecue, like leftover barbecue, it just has, even if it's like a day or two old, it just sits there and it absorbs that flavor more mm -hmm. too, because it just sits in there, and it's kind of like a. Like the fat kid in me loves cold pizza. <laughs> Who like doesn't? The next day, you want to know? A, you want to know a life hack for cold Little Caesars? What? This is weird. It's gonna sound weird. You're fat. I know you're fat at heart now. Yeah. You, you got rid of your fat, but you're fat in your heart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you take cold, and it, it works best with plain cheese for some reason. Yeah. But in Taco Bell mild sauce. On pizza? Listen. Listen. Somebody else told me about it. I was like, you're insane. He brought some to work that day, and we tried it. He put it in the <laughs> fridge. We tried it at lunch. It's so good. Oh, my God. You put it on the pizza, and you just eat it cold. It's ridiculous. Well, it was like a, Those two things it, go together whole, so well. <laughs> that whole Family Guy segment of, have you ever had butter on a Pop-Tart? Yes, I, I have. Like, I legit <laughs> asked my sister. I go, have you ever had that? She's like, yeah, and it's really good. It is very good. So I tried it, and I'm like, holy shit, this is great. Uh, Why have I not known about so this? my inner fat kid, like, I'll get on the air fryer and make pizza rolls. Who doesn't? I, That's how. If you're so, not cooking them in a fucking thing at this point, <clears throat> yeah. you're crazy. So I've lined mine up with uh, toward the end of the cycle with aluminum foil, what and I'll the put fuck? Um, and I will uh, throw melted butter, garlic salt, and parmesan in there, and then I will shake it up and mix it up and let that cook for. Too. What the fuck? Inner, inner fat kid, and I know somewhere there, Chris Pierce is like, huh, fat ass, yeah. <laughs> and laughing at me. I know he's shaking his head in disappointment. Dude, that's, that's unreal. Like, Dude, so when I, like, if I eat, like, a piece of cake or something, I'm just like, oh, man, Chris Pierce, is just, he's disappointed in me right now. <laughs> Freaking, 
uh, buff Jesus is mad at me, and his disciple buddy is probably like, "Hey man, cut him some slack." <laughs> I, I fucking, I did cake one time at a wedding. I put, it, I, I fucking took it and I took and I covered it in M and M's, and then I dipped all of that in a chocolate fountain. Oh, dude, I bet that ruled. <laughs> like, it's so good, dude. Like, uh, so like I tell people like cool snacks. Like my mom and dad bought like the little fud pre-made fudge top whipped brownies at uh-huh. a Walmart. You know, it'd be really good, mom. Oreos and crunch it, put it over the top of that, and then like a, uh, my mom makes this awesome butter pe- homemade butter pecan cake, and I go, you know what makes really awesome? There's some fucking pralines on this bitch. My mom's like, ooh yeah, with caramel, and I'm like, yes, there you go, that's using that noodle. My mom is a small lady. Ultimate it's, food combos. Yeah, no man, it's a. Uh, I saw pepperoni pizza mac and cheese the other day, and almost had a fucking heart attack. Oh man. It's like, well, I got to make that now. God damn. Man, dude, the thing that's always got me is like when people eat macaroni and hot dogs, I'm like, I mean, it's, it's like I have the appetite of a six-year-old. You just said that, and I'm like, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> you know, I'm not throw gonna... some chicky nuggies in there. That's yeah, a pretty yeah, good I'm meal. Not, I'm not going to be hateful toward anybody about that. Cause, oh, it's bad. You yeah. should not have it. That's yeah. all processed garbage. Like, Yeah, because I was about to say the only way I'd normally eat a hot dog is if it's grilled, and that bitch has to be charred. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's well, that's the best dog. Oh, yeah, dude. That's the best way to eat a hot dog. Gonna uh, cook it for a long time. That or some chili Split on it. it. With fucking beans, by the way, because beans go in chili. Um, I'm tired of having this fucking argument. Well, let's argue it, because I think it depends on the type of chili. I don't like beans. Well, that's weird. I love beans. Yeah, I dude. eat beans damn near every other meal. Dude, I, I, you know, when I do, like, eat beans, it's like black beans on certain things. Black beans like pin- love black dude, beans. Dude, I love some homemade pinto beans, though, especially... Uh, like you throw some bacon or some ham in with it and cook but it. But see, my problem with the bean and the chili dog is that it's beans want to roll, yeah. and when I bite, they want to, you know, they want to dance beans away. Absolutely go in chili, but beans don't go in chili. <clears throat> I think there's yeah. a conversation we had about that. I I do like a smooth chili, but I love so smooth chili. But <laughs> so good on a chili dog. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but, but one of the best things in the world, especially right now times, baby, cause we woke up to 40 degrees this morning. Yeah. And I mean, nothing better than hearty, meaty, bean filled pot of chili crackers. Oh, I mean, it, that or get some Fritos. Now what? Frito like chili pie. Eat. There you go. Um, now we're talking. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah dude. dog. Uh, freaking. Oh, uh, Right? Dude, what the bulls, fuck is that about? Bullshit, man. That little bitty bag, five ninety eight or whatever you, the fuck. But somehow no one has figured out how to replace. It's just yeah, corn. Yeah. It's and, just cornmeal in weird shapes. It's the extruder. I guess the we thing that figure really disappoints me too is not only are you paying five dollars for this small bag of chili, you're two Frito chili pies. What that makes? Yeah, you were paying for. That would be like buying this and. That much literally because it's air, yeah, it's yeah. Air. That's coming. Don't give them any fucking ideas, Cody. They're already fucking us on every yeah. other level. Yeah, oh, some sorry. some corporate bastard just went. That's a good right, idea. Hey, hey, whoever makes this a rain body fuel monster, stay or yeah, monster makes that. Stay stay the fuck away from the formula. Keep it the perfect sixteen ounces. This is stay the fuck away from from decreasing it. I feel like now pricks. we're a year away from air and coke. Oh man, they're gonna tell you it's to make it last humanity. longer too. Yeah, and then they're gonna char- have the gall to charge you the same yeah, price. Like, what is this? Nitro Pepsi. That's what they tell you about. Yeah, that- man. Yeah. And it's. 
I don't know about it. And it what's well, the molecules are bigger, so they don't leak out of the plastic. They stay in there longer. Well, what is it? That's you why spend... nitrogen-filled tires last longer too. What is it now? Like you spend like almost three dollars for a bottle of like a twenty ounce of at Walmart that's just Coke. on Coke. Yeah, that's regular Coke. And then you can go and spend two bucks on a full two liter. That's and right. It's like, oh hey, this is why America's it's, obese. It's about convenience. It's not about yeah, the product. It's it about convenience. And I mean, yeah, nobody wants a two liter. Yeah. Just get the thing. It's right there. Just grab oh, grab three of them. Fuck it. I mean, if you're like me, I grab me a two-liter of Coke Zero, and I'll grab me a fucking <laughs> bottle of Jack, and I'm just sitting there Oh, like, shit, no. Uh-uh. So I'm just doing Jack and Cokes most of the night. If I had that, I, you're I, hearing about me on the news, brother. So that's actually how I beat up Will's neighbor. <laughs> nice. <laughs> like, she had a friend over, and this guy's like, oh, you hear? I hear you're a pro wrestler. Ha, ha, you want to wrestle? I'm a few in, and Will is like, I remember this night in segments because I was drunk. He's like, the first thing I remember is like, so Cody and this uh, and this neighbor, they're hitting it off really well. And then he's like, the next segment is the neighbor also has a boyfriend who's coming over. So I'm like, oh, cool. And then he's like, I hear you're a wrestler. You didn't tell him that I also been doing jujitsu for a little bit. So I get in the yard. And Will's like, the third segment is I'm laying on the couch. And he's like, Ryan's like, you need to go over here and stop this right now. And Will's like, I look at dude shirtless, like trying to do that never back down. And he's like, Cody, you're just sitting there fucking doing the Ric Flair, like joking around, like laugh. And he's like, and you're laughing at the guy. He's like, this guy charges at you. You roll him like he like tackles, but you roll him, put him in a double wrist lock. He's like, I'm being generous when I say this whole thing lasted 30 seconds. And I'm telling this guy how he could get out of it. And he's like, it kind of hurts. Just punch go, me in my face. Yeah. He's like, it kind of hurts. And I go, you know, you could just tap out. He's like, what do you mean? I go tap my shoulder when it starts to really hurt. And Will's like, the dude's like, okay. He's like, so I'll watch you go, it, it. And the guy's like, ow, ow. He's like, then you just rip. So anyway, I broke his wrist. Yeah. Dude, I was afraid I would have done that. He's like, Cody, you did that with so much control. And he's like, the dude like went back and he like, like cleaned up because this is out there in the grass at their Y'all apartment. Y'all are crazy. In an apartment complex. Imagine you come outside to smoke a cigarette and you're like, the fuck is happening yeah, here? Yeah, so like... <laughs> These crazy ass fucking so, people. So like, as this is happening, you know, uh, Ryan tells Will, you're not doing that. And Will's like, Ryan, look, I'm so drunk right now. I'm saying like five of you. There's no way I could do that. He's like, and have that kind of control. He's like, because I probably would have broke the dude's fucking arm. <laughs> But, like, just that, like, moment. And then, like, the next day, Will told me that whole thing. And I go, so, in other words, man, I let that dog out. I let that dog out. <laughs> let that dog out. You just crank on that song. <laughs> yeah, no, and I told Will, Will's like, Cody, the best way I can describe it is you coached a guy through his own ass kicking. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, fucking awesome. And he's like, and the other thing that Ryan. You got up like a dad. We're not going to do that again. What did we learn? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so, like, with Will, like, telling me this whole story. Like, That's funny, dude. He's like, oh, no, Cody, you really shouldn't do this. And then he's like, fuck him, fuck him, murder him. <laughs> Pull his lips off. Yeah. It, well, it's because, like, the one thing he was worried about was, like, you know, when Conor McGregor lost his first fight was off a lucky punch. Like, Conor got winded off something and, dude. Dink. Socked him in the That's jaw. That's all it takes, dude. And that was all it took. And Will was kind of worried about that. He's like, dude, you drunk, he's like, I he saw that guy like tackle you. He's uh-huh. like, but I watched how you fed your leg to him to try to double leg. 
and you just for you to get enough momentum to use his momentum to roll him up and then snatch him in a double wrist lock, which could have snapped his arm from his forearm to his elbow. Gross, dude. And he's like, you just like kind of maintain control of it. And he's like, it was just he's like, it was just the funniest thing of like, well, it kind of hurts. And all you were like, well, maybe you should just tap out or give up, dude. <laughs> if it hurts, it hurts. And I kind of feel bad because it was right in front of the guy's girlfriend. <sighs> but you know what? You, you sometimes you got to humble a motherfucker. Sometimes. So, but uh, like sometimes. that's that's like the craziest shenanigan I've probably gotten into in a little bit. That or the like, whiskey did it. Oh yeah, it was yeah. definitely. Well, it's because I drank a whole bottle of whiskey. That's what I'm saying. It's two too, liter too, of coke. So too much whiskey. Too many problems start coming. Yeah, and I'm not like, you know, and I'm a very, again, productive. I want to do something. If I got to clean up, whatever, you know. Like, or like play a video game or something, productive drinking. I don't like the idea of just sitting there and then drinking and then, like, getting sad. Uh, yeah, so no. it's like, uh-huh. oh, yeah, no, man. That's uh, the worst combination. Oh, sad yeah. drunk is so, the fucking... Ugh. Oh, man. And uh, so it was a... Uh, so it's like that. That was my moment of, man, I'm going to cut back on the whiskey a little bit and just start <laughs> drinking beer again. Now, there's been a few times I've ran a few 120-plus dollar tabs at Pizza D's just off of me drinking Jack and Cokes that what whole the night. fuck? Well, it's like, how many are you drink? And I go, I don't know. And then we have our Padawan, Zeke, that Keeping hangs out Keeping the damn lights us. on, man. Yeah, and I'm like, hey, brother, look. I hand him my car keys, and I'm like, you're... You're driving. Zeke don't drink, so thank God me and uh, Will got somebody to cart us around. What a glorious, yeah. glorious thing to have. Uh, well, there's that there's that one video that goes around that guy. Like, you call me anything you want. Don't call me that. And it's like when you and your uh, when you and your buddies go drinking, they ask you if uh, tell you you're the designated driver, and you're like, you can call me anything yeah. you want. Don't call me that. That never ends well. No, no, not at all. Like, I've had several friends and family members get DUIs, and I hear, oh, like, yeah. fucking horror stories. Of, Ruins like, you, man. Like, the fines you have to pay, yeah. the court costs, the lawyer fee, and I'm like, fuck that. I think I drank with Buddy, like, one time, and he was like, hey, man, you're just going to crash here because you yeah. got a four-hour drive home. And, uh, you know, he talked to his lady about it. And, too, and like you know, they were gracious enough to give me a place to rest my head that night. Didn't get smacked out in the barn. Like, yeah, we're gonna put yeah. you in the barn. Yeah, you know, I probably would have <laughs> on the weight bitch. In barn. <laughs> like I does I it I could sleep on a concrete. Floor. Same. I could sleep anywhere. Yeah. Um. And the old man in me has now gotten to where it's like, just let me get comfortable That's for like a second, and I'll just be out. Just pitch black, noiseless for like five minutes. I'm I'm I'm, I'm out. <clears throat> Bye. Oh yeah, no, it used to. Used to piss the ex-wife off. She's like, "You just fall asleep so instant." And I go, "Yeah, it's because I'm tired." And uh, <laughs> it's also like, kind of learned to control my breathing a little bit. So I like do some deep breaths, like right before I go to sleep. I do have to be of... tired. That is an issue. Yeah, I can't just go to sleep. I should raise that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know. I have to be like a pure on the edge of exhaustion. Like the last yeah. two nights, I've got home at two a.m. and I'm yeah. like, well. Six o'clock. I'm gonna be up, so I better, like, I better put it in. And it's the nights that you have to force yourself to go to sleep that are the worst. I, it never works. Well, then I'm up till a, one. <laughs> you know, it was like a. I get anxious about stuff like wrestling shows, so I'll toss and turn. 
and then to, to come do the cast, it's like, oh, dude, I, I know Corey, so why am I anxious about it, you know? And it's just like... It's different. Yeah, it's something different. Yeah. And so, you know, it's like, uh, I tossed and turned, then I was up at like six, and I think we went to bed at like two. Ooh! So, like, even on some of the weekends, I'm just... Good thing you early. called for caffeine and not booze today. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, I live and die by it. I tell people I run off of two things, caffeine and bad decisions. Listen, I'm not saying one that's a good contributes shirt. to the other, but there I are mean, signs. One helps the other, for sure. Yeah, there are signs. <laughs> I quit caffeine for a good solid minute, and then just, you know, after two jobbing it and shit, and I was just like, you know what? <clears throat> I need it. That's pretty much where it started with me, and I've told Will, like, uh, there's times me and him will grab, uh, when we did the trip to Detroit, me and him each bought, like, four of the Monster Rehab, so it's, like, oh, more yeah. of, like, tea energy. Me and him were like basically just shotgunning those bitches. Just fucking. We would like chug one at the gas it's station. Fucking, yeah. Throw it in the trash can, and then uh, then you're talking like a couple of coke addicts in the '80s. We should start a business. We should start a yeah, business. Dude. Like, well, you know, the, the one thing that me and him have yet to do that we have we're still talking about is the brown haired chuckle fucks, our hardcore band. What the fuck? And, yeah, no, it's his brother, Chase, me. I think his brother, Kyle is going to get in on it as the drummer. If not, then, you know, well, can y'all do this like soon, man, me and him have talked about it. There's like so much going on with wrestling and now he's going to start doing competitive jujitsu. Oh shit. And so it's like, so we're kind of limiting some of the dates we take so he can do that. And it's like, I'll go off and do my own singles thing, singles sure. act and stuff, too. But it's like, we've started, like, figuring out the companies that we really like. We've started prioritizing, like, hey, we've got this with them. Well, y'all are trying to build y'all's own thing, too, with the Vino stuff. <laughs> yeah, the Vino stuff. And, <sighs> you know, it's uh, the main companies we work for right now are SCW, APW, right. and Mariana, Diamond State, and Fayetteville. Um of course, SCW is in Mountain Pine, and then occasionally we'd pop in and go see our friends at Hoxie at OCW. Hoxie. And then, of course, Vino's, which Vino's is our baby. And that's those are some of the shows that, like, if I could take that moment and capture it and just put it in, like, a bottle to have it forever. Because it's like, you know, I've did, you know, I'm not, like, the guy that wins belts in wrestling. I'm the I'm better at the chase of it, mm. you know. I've I kind of understand the role I play of like, oh, I'm a the way I'm built like physically, you know, five foot seven, small guy in yeah. a big in a giant's business that's now kind of started catering to smaller people with the with luchadors and even smaller guys. It's uh. you know, it's um, I'm a natural underdog, right. That uh, I know the story. My story is I'm better in the chase. And, like, sometimes, I, you know, it's... I don't have to win to know that I've got you in the palm of my hand. So, like, whether I'm a good guy or a bad guy, it's like... Give me a moment to get this, this, and this across. Now, if you have me as a bad guy, I'm referring to women as hogs. I'm calling them men, <laughs> uh, ladies, and all that. Like, you know, just sticking with the basic insults. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, and then I, there was one time somebody, when I was a bad guy at Vino's there for a little bit, some dude told me, you suck, and I walked by, and I go, you swallow, bitch. Grab my junk and then flip them <laughs> off. And it's just because I don't care like you know like when one size they're like oh yeah it's vino's like any 
there's nothing off there, there's no rules yeah. yeah there is no rules i'm like oh shit yeah um it really is keep me away insane. from a microphone too because then it's like oh man that crowd will fucking murder me i'll tell you what me. i would i would love to get crowd mics in there and now that we've <clears throat> the last one micing the the ring the ring was j- it's the it, best thing yeah because you already hear that noise but, but to now have to it feel amplified it, boom Oh um, my God! It made that last one so much more yeah. crazy. Well, that and I mean, when the, when you hear that chain hit that mat too, that was uh-huh. how they like knew it was real. And so the way that match started was like the crowd was cheering, and then as soon as we hooked the chains on, <laughs> it went dead. Yeah. And I think it's because they're like, oh, like, and then they saw like how the chain was used, and they're like, God. Damn! I thought they were just going to use it like a whip or something. Yeah, it's like no. on their fucking throats. Yeah, when it was hanging from your neck too, and y'all were like kind of pulling. You could tell y'all were pulling to try to stretch it across the entire yeah, ring, and, and it, it was, was just, fucking crazy, man. And uh, like the method to the madness of that too, and, and it's just like the visual. So it's like twenty something years from now, they may not even know who me and Will are, but they'll be like, "Hey, you remember that one time? It, yeah, those exactly. Two guys had were chained together." And so, like, I went into that match with a whole different mindset. I was nervous. Uh, Hell like, if you yeah, saw me dude. that day, I wasn't talking. Because Will's done, like, three of these matches. And his last one didn't go the way he wanted it to because uh, the guy he was wrestling hit his head on the actual concrete floor. Ah, a concrete Seized. floor? What the fuck? Yeah, oh, went, he came out of the ring? So they went off, they went off the ring through okay. a door and overshot. And now Will's hand is here. His opponent, like, his head splats concrete. Floor. Ooh. I'm watching it, like, watching two of my close friends wrestle. I see Will get up, rip the collar off, tell the referee, hey, stop. Oh, I'm watching damn. my best friend have a seizure. I'm like, oh, oh, is he going to fucking die? Like, so we, we're in Georgia, and so it's like, was this at the brewery place? Yeah. Oh, my God. And so, like, that whole point is, like, I'm sitting there, like, I go out. You know, I learned you can't ride an ambulance with them. I'm like, well, I'm fucking going with them. I follow them. Yeah. Because, yeah. one, we rode here together. But two, I need to know if my friend is okay. Right. Yeah, that's scary. Um, it, and it scared Will. It scared me. It scared a lot of us. And we sat there at that hospital all night with him and all that friend was worried about was he's like man i'll let y'all down and i'm like no, dude see isn't that crazy dude he, he's like i'll let y'all down i'm in a fucking coma i'll let you he, down i'm then, sorry you know he had a you know he was that warrior mentality man that shit is that, wild yeah no i uh you know like i felt like i let will down that match because of how bloody i wanted to get and it just wasn't fucking happening. I mean, you got bloody. It just wasn't your blood. Yeah, yeah. I did. My, I was bleeding at the start of the match. Someone's like, yeah. what happened? I go back and I look. It's from where I was headbutting the turnbuckle pad. Yeah. And I missed and I actually hit that turnbuckle. And it just... So I've got that goose egg there from it. And then Will just amplified it because he's just like... Yeah. And so like... you God, know, it was it so was, much fun. It, but I approached that match. Like, I was nervous. And even Will was like... We can back out of it now. And I'm like, no, dude, we fucking, we promoted this and I'm going to do it. And now like, uh, and then a few shows back, did a suicide dive onto uh, Chris and Buddy and like something I've never done. It's like, oh, so now it's like, oh, this ain't so bad. Why did I avoid doing this? And it's because I knew I didn't have to do it unless Mm. I really wanted to. So I approach wrestling with that same thing of like, 
if you do all your stuff what's going to bring them to come see you are you going to top it so like there's some moves that I do <coughs> matches that it's only do them in certain matches well, especially it's mean something. how many how many places so y'all only have a handful of places y'all can wrestle yeah so it's kind of the same faces the same to and then the same yeah. crowds and hopefully the crowds get bigger yeah so you got new faces seeing it yeah. but i i get that it's um so and it's bands run into the same thing where you get it's just people just get burned out it's like you play too many shows and you're playing the same songs over and over again you can't write new material, so you take a little time away. Yeah, you get writer's block and stuff. That ha that, well, that, that happens, happens for sure. Everything. Yeah, that's the worst in a musician's yeah. life. Yeah. Writer's block fucking sucks. And but the thing is, you find that muse, and then it's like, oh, 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 yeah, and then you're just busting out hits and stuff. So I do me, hate traffic is, jams and write a. <laughs> I, I call this my best year in wrestling. Right and, now. And, because one, it's so the far. busiest I've been. Yeah, so far. Yeah, so far. Um, it's the busiest I've been. But I've gotten some really fucking solid matches this year. And the thing is, I'm one of those that's like, I don't like to do the same thing every match. Like, I have certain moves that I go to because I know that. Right, right. But I'm going to wrestle, like, for instance, my match with Kay Toomer was a lot different than my match with Will, my match with... Um, Will was different than my match against the War Wolf, Bruce McGowan at Venus. Oh, because yeah. Because it was like the monster War versus Wolf. the monster maker. So it was like, oh, I wanted to... The tumor was like a brawl between friends. One saw success and the other was like, hey, dude, I was there before you. Why am I not seeing it? That was the story being told. And then the other story that was being told with Bruce was kind of like Godzilla versus King Kong. It's like, oh, dude... You want you're the monster, but let me show you what a real monster is. You have to be a wolf to be a monster. I'm an evil man. Mm. So, and that was the story I wanted to tell with Bruce. So that's why, I like, not only did I hit him with my knee once or twice, I did it three times just to capitalize. Like I was like lifting his arm up because what was it? I wanted to kill the monster, but I didn't. I didn't. The werewolf is still lurking, and uh, he's out there. He is out. There. He might even be in this very room. Oh, dude! Oh, if he if he fuck. fucking shows up, I'll be like, hey, what son are you doing? of a bitch, he's in here, <laughs> dude. I, I, and what's funny is I found this uh, thing that said uh, somebody had wrote on a stall, Bruce pussy. And was it at Vino's? I don't know if it was at Vino's, but it was at a random gas station, and I saw it. And oh, I'm like, okay. I go, whoever wrote this, I concur. And this was before mine and Bruce's match. That's funny. So I go, and and it what Will's like? Did you write that? And I go, absolutely not, man. That's a that's too nice handwriting for my, you know, I can't write great at all. Yeah. And so like uh, the whole Bruce the pussy thing cracked me up. And uh, who are you wrestling uh, uh, coming up? You know, I put out a trap challenge to Draco, and I've still got no reply from it. I know he's going to be there, but I want him to accept the challenge because mm. he is a great striker. He is a great wrestler. I want a chance to show wrestling. To I want to break his arms off. Yeah, it's like I want to go from like, oh, you've seen me be a brawler. You've seen me oh, right. do hardcore shit. <laughs> I want you to see me actually do something that – I do, but I don't do often because wrestling, wrestling. And some of that is just because you got to be very mobile to do because it's oh, like. Yeah, you know, hell yeah. So, you know, but 
I've uh, two ma- two guys I've wanted to wrestle is Draco, and I hope he answers it, and I hope he accepts the challenge. Hear that, Draco? Yeah. Get off your shit, dude. Again, answer the call. As I said, you call yourself the last dragon. I want you to accept this challenge, and when you do, you better you better be breathing some serious fucking fire. I'll slay the dragon. Doesn't fucking matter. It's uh, you know, in the spirit of competition, it you're coming into my world. Mm. Uh, Vino's is the house that we're going to hell, baby. Yeah, hell Yeah. yeah, we are. And Vino's is the house. That all these punks built. That's right. And we It smells like shit in there. <laughs> yeah. There's stickers everywhere. Good pizza, though. Yeah, oh yeah. food's pretty good. Food's pretty good, man. Just but, don't stare at the oven. <laughs> yeah, don't stare at the oven and uh, fucking... Uh, no, I love that place. No, it's I do, too. Like, some there. of my favorite things to do is I go and I look at that artwork, too, Like that people just sit up there. Artist here. There's been a few times where I'm like, I might hit couple of these people up and see if they want to do some artwork for yeah me. absolutely um, you know just to get them like a little exposure the cool thing about lucas tubbs is he did my last logo and he's done some logos for us wrestlers this is the guy that did the flyer too yeah lucas yeah, he's is good lucas is a madman and him and him and his wife are both they're lovely people um you know i can't say enough good things about them and they're both big wrestling fans and Japanese wrestling fans at that. So, like, me and Will and them will talk for hours on Japanese wrestling. Like, that's our stuff. And uh, Is that, like, more crazy? So, Japanese is more aggressive. Uh. So, it's like... So, I might, like, I might like that more than... So, wrestling in America is, like, all, a lot of it is story-driven, like, Oh yes. man, my girlfriend yeah, kissed yeah, yeah. this guy. Yeah. So now we're gonna do that in Japan. It's the art of the struggle. And then you know, of course, you know, in New Japan you've got Bullet Club. That's like that equivalent of NWO. We're a group of guys that we just want to fuck people. Oh. And then you, then you know, Suzuki Gun disbanded. But like you know, they. I didn't know that, Kurt. Did you know well, Suzuki yeah, Gun? Nah. They disbanded. Yeah, they disbanded. Sons and, of bitches. Yeah, but like a lot, a couple of those guys were retiring or like just wanted to do their own thing. But like you know, they had their own group, which is like, oh, we are some of the best of the best, like grapplers, wrestlers. Mm. Bullet Club was like, hey, we brawl, we fight, we cheat, we're dirty. <laughs> You've got chaos. Their factions bunch of baby faces or good guys and uh but they're called chaos yeah they're called chaos but like it's but like some of the stuff they did like a rapongi vice which was uh rocky romero and trent beretta and they were just doing some off the wall goofy shit but it was they definitely it was a seminar with rocky romero where he's like you don't have to do all this stuff go back and watch my matches and i go bullshit you did some crazy stuff I go back and I look at his matches and I'm like, oh, he literally had like a minute and a half of crazy shit, but the rest of it was just getting that crowd moment. Right. And it's like, oh. The setup is everything. Yeah. And that like, that was like the light bulb moment for me because like I said, I I got my initial start in uh, like 2008, 2009, did it till about till the end of 2010. Yeah. And then I was away from it. I went and did a uh, a tryout with a buddy of mine, Jake Foy, at a gathering of the Juggalos. Fuck for, yeah, for dude. a fucking battle yeah, royal. Yeah, now so, we're talking. So we got to share a <laughs> uh, a card with guys like Matt Hardy, fucking Colt Cabana, Josh 
or uh, Matt Cross. This is your first match back after your hiatus? Yeah, it was like a battle royal, like because we did a tryout. A, a battle royal were, and a juggalo event. Yeah, this is amazing. And you know what the one move I got in was? I was what? sitting there at 350 pounds doing a standing backflip onto it. What the fuck? Where? What was this at the gathering? This was at Thornville, Ohio, Bloody Mania. Oh, like ICP did their like show and did the uh, you know the Fago arm again. Oh yeah. And we had met Matt Stryker before, and he was hanging out with me and Jake the whole time. How, so. how are we just now getting to the Juggalo story? Yeah, dude. No, dude. I've got man. Hey, what dude, the fuck? Even this is better crazy. Than the awesome. Fucking wrestling thing was like that crowd erupted seeing my fat ass do a standing back. <laughs> I can only imagine, dude. And, but we did that. <laughs> but we did like a series of tryouts and stuff. So it was like, hey, how quick can you pick up this? And you know, some of the people there now are wrestling in AEW. So like some of them. So it's like it's crazy to see like some of the people that I've gotten to share like learning stuff from and under their learning tree that I see, and some of them now we're in, we're in that battle royal and I'm like holy fuck this That's rules awesome. uh, and it's like I kind of wished I would have stuck with it because what I year did, was this? This was 2015, 2015. I got back into it and then it was like about late 2017 where I was like I need to get back into this full time at the time you know. But the uh, but the gathering was a wild thing. I had saw a lot of stuff, and the only thing I was advised was, "Hey, see a dollar on the ground, don't pick it up." Why? You ever heard of the You ever heard of the story of the poop dollar? Poop dollar. And so, like, somebody pick it up, you'd hear a bunch of people yell, "Poop dollar!" Poop dollar. Yeah. And you know the the juggalos, they do the whoop whoop, and the whole time I didn't want to conform, so I'm like, "I'll have two scoops of that whoop, please." <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop, family. Yeah. yeah. No, th- Here's Dude, the deal. That was so a cool. Many. It was a cool fucking experience. It's though. wild, isn't it? Uh, the but the coolest... I worked for ICP once. It was one of the craziest fucking nights of my entire Dude, life. So <laughs> I watched a guy die at one of their shows. It was at the High Tone Cafe in Memphis, and this guy paid for extra meet and greet. So like what we're doing Fago Armageddon. I go with I go with Jake and a couple of our other buddies, and like so this guy like is up there doing Fago Armageddon. He slips, falls off the stage. <gasps> And his head's busted open, and he was painted like Blaze Your Dead Homie. So I refer to this guy as Stage Your Dead Homie. <laughs> and like, there, some people are like, Did you see that dude fucking die? He's fucking dead. And we're like, Oh no, we got to book it. <laughs> so we get the fuck out of there. It's like, And by the way, we didn't kill the guy, and hopefully he's still alive. But man, that guy paid all that extra money for meet and greets and VIP. Uh-huh. And his, he may not even have memory of any of that shit. <laughs> He's definitely got a hospital bill. Yeah. Um, but the c- craziest thing I've seen at the gathering was, Remember it. I'm still paying for it. Yeah, I know. $70,000. Dude, luckily for me, I got financial assistance when I broke my ankle. Because uh, I wouldn't have been able to pay that $50,000 yeah. bill for screws and plates. Uh-huh. Like a, I got and, them, too. And working in the sterile tech field, like I've had like representatives tell me like how much like a little plate costs. This is a titanium plate, like two inch titanium plate, just for the hospital to order. It's like, yeah, oh uh, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, but the gathering, the funniest thing I seen wasn't even the wrestling. It was the uh, <clears throat> Gary Busey Sausage Castle was there, so you saw a lot of very undressed women there. Always to the point where yep. they had to do the uh, or not Gary Busey, but Mike Busey. It, yeah. Uh, wrong Beersy. I like. I do like me some Gary Beersy. But uh, let's talk about buttered sausage. Did you know that that's fake? 
no, what? That whole Gary Busey thing that was going around. He's like, yeah. what? Talk about buttered sausage. I love buttered sausage. Is that, that AI, early AI? No, AI. Well, it's face yeah. swap oh. tech. Yeah, it was a, it was oh, a comedian man. doing it. It was a fake interview. The whole thing's fake. None of it was real. Like, that, damn, dude, fuck, they're getting so good. That hurts my feelings, Doesn't dude. it? Uh, Probably just hurt a lot of people's feelings, actually. Man. Uh, it hurt my feelings. Man, so at the gathering, like, Jake was a single man, and I'm newly married, so I'm not, like, trying to get into anything, like, super crazy. Because, I, again, I just got married, like, a month before. And then you're seeing a fucking field full of boobs. Yeah, I saw, <laughs> saw a lot of boobies there. Well... <laughs> Well, guy is trying to find. He's he's gonna hook up with something. Guy's got a score because he's jacked as fuck. Of course. And this one girl painted up like Harley Quinn comes up to him. And she's like, "I want you to hit me." She's like, "Touching up on him." Uh -uh. Jake's like, "No," and he's like, "And in the head, I don't blame him. You're in a crowd of people, and if they don't know the context and they see you hit a woman." You're probably going to get she's your shit She's trying to play robbed. the role? Is yeah. that what she's trying to play, the Harley Quinn role? I guess so. No, no, well, no, no. what happened was that he's like, Mr. No. J. He's like, no, I'm not going to hit you. Well, I see people like, like the Moses part in the Red Sea, people apart. And see this fucking mohawk guy, three foot mohawk. Guy was, had to be six foot, three foot if it was a mohawk. And it was a <laughs> yeah. I saw him turn this woman around, just punch her in the face. And they did pretty much sealed the deal right there in that audience. And she went off with that guy. And I'm just sitting there like, huh, Jake. There's some kidding? sort of fucking weird ritual they got? <laughs> man, the Juggalos are weird, but freaky cool people, man. They're wild, bro. Man, I saw that. I saw it's that. on my bucket list to go to the gathering. I think it's over, though. I think they did the last. I think it's over. Man. Do they? I think yeah, I thought, I, thought I read one. this was the they last one. one. Yeah, dude. I think they did that for like one or two years, but they were like. Fucking undercover cops are being planted. I want to go so bad. Um, we actually had a buddy of ours get arrested because he was like that. We met there because he was fucking dealing. <laughs> but like, so Come was everybody on, else. Yes, but, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's like who gives look, a fuck. It, yeah, dude, it's like we're at a camp <laughs> ground. Like, no, no. It, test it. If there's no fentanyl in it, let him. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, let it be. Let him, let him do his thing. Um, fucking assholes. But yeah, so so it can be. Dude, we, we saw a lot of stuff in there. We had like a 10-hour layover in Cincinnati at the bus station. Ugh. We took a bus Oh, there. bus, yeah. So it was like... Immediately, I've made that mistake. Uh, Yeah, and like that fucking bus station stunk the whole time. Every time. I blew all my money, not on food, but playing Marvel versus Capcom 2 on the arcade <laughs> machine because I'm killing time. I, I don't have a charger, so my phone's on very limited battery. Yep. And... Uh, my ex-wife at the time, she was going through stage three kidney failure. She was going to need it like a trauma. She's not your ex-wife because she's dead or anything, right? No, 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 no. She was my ex-wife because we couldn't work it okay. out at all. Okay, okay. It was like St gasoline and fire. Kidney, like, kidney failure is a bad one. So part of the reason I lost weight initially from 350 <clears throat> pounds to like 215, gained it back pandemic and yeah. other relationships. Yeah, we all did. Um, was I wanted to lose weight to donate a kidney to her. Oh, I see. And uh, so she had already got somebody to, like, they had found a donor and she had gotten that transplant. And uh, so it was like, shape for wrestling now. My plan was always to go back to wrestling. I was a ah, desk job because I, see. I wanted to go back into wrestling so I could, you know, hey, I'm roughed up. But like, I'd respect people. 
labor jobs and do this because man, you got to be sore as fuck doing. Hell like yeah. getting slammed around and then have to go like your construction man you're having to pick up like so i've did a little bit of remodeling so i know those like i picked up like 50 and 80 pound packages of tile to lay every day all day yeah <laughs> and yeah and the, the most i've did with it was i've never laid it but i had to like cut it and shape it and stuff. yeah 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 and you know you have to use like that certain that one saw that has like the water thing yeah. at the bottom of it uh like that was exhausting, like just running that thing because it's so loud and loud like, as fuck. Loud, and the worst part about it is it's. You would think it's you needed to worry about the dust. It's particles of tile hitting you. Yeah. Like a, so it's like there for a while. Like I remember one piece of tile like came off and it hit me and it just like, gashed my arm. Oh yeah. And I was helping this farmer remodel, so I'm just sitting there just taping it up and everything and going back to it and. Thank God it didn't need anything, but it was. I've like, had some pretty wild ones. Man. I went home one day, <clears throat> and I'm just sitting down at the house chilling. Kaylee goes, what "The fuck is on your face?" I was like, "I don't know. I'm, I just got home from work. Probably there's." Well, she it could be a multitude of things, and she reaches up and she, pull, and I feel my f- skin moving. She's like, "Huh," and she just and I feel it come out, and it's like this long. <laughs> it's just a shard of tile. From the grinder and that just like went in my fucking. It started bleeding immediately. Yeah. I was oh, like shit. A, <laughs> I didn't even know it was Damn. in there. <laughs> well, and the thing is, you get so used to it that you don't feel it. Yeah, no, it was crazy. It's, I was um, like, that's weird. Kind of like thumbtacks um, in wrestling. Like, you. Like, that shit hurts. But to us, you know, the, the adrenaline, going. dude, they no way. So you don't. It feels like. Like a tattoo needle. I feel like a, a fucking sense. superhero. You just rake but them out the, of your skin. But the worst Fuck. is, is like, Will told me a story where, like, he had a tack break off in his elbow. So he had to, like, basically like squeeze that thing. Like, it sat there for... So he would, like, try to squeeze Ooh. it every day to get it out. He's like, it'd be surgically removed. Finally, one day, it finally just... Just came shot. out. I'm like, dude, you're like, you didn't get gangrene. Something. Shit. But, like... Damn. Will is a very lucky man, because that guy's had a lot of close calls with wrestling. And, uh, but kind of like myself, he's kind of, like, at a high point. And uh, all it takes is just like being around the right company and like being around the right people. And the thing is, working in entertainment, I don't know how often this happens in music, but in wrestling, I've wrestled in front of a crowd of like 200 people that were. And I've wrestled in front of a crowd how of does that five or 10 people that you bam and they're. Yeah, it's the same. It's just, just like I think that's all entertainment. I mean, you know, play a f- to a f- room full of people and there's just crickets. And I'm like, dude, if you're not like trying to be entertained, then why are you here? Like, I've I had band like, practices that are better than you know shows yeah. with just your friends hanging out. Yeah, and I'm like, look, man, like we're here to entertain you and have a good time. But I mean, sometimes that gets discouraging too. Great turnout, but man, they reacted to nothing, and it was like. A, I watched a death match happen one time in a uh, in another company, and that crowd didn't really react to anything they did. And I go, "Oh, that's got to be demeaning because these guys are killing." I think maybe themselves. they're just in shock. Maybe could be like in y'all's realm. But like, there's some there's some people that like you can. I think people think death match and they don't understand what the fuck is about that. I yeah. sure didn't. 
Yeah. Luckily, I'm an agent of chaos. I love crazy. Who so the second, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who so did? the second they start stapling pizza to faces, I'm all for yeah, it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, bitch, and do uh, it again. <laughs> I remember Will telling me his match with Eli. He's like, he wants to do skewers, and I'm like, he's like, I don't want to take him. I go, fuck it. I'll do it. Porcupine. And I'll go, if you don't want to take skewers, I'll wrestle the damn match, Will. And then, like, you know, lo and behold, I had to go uh-huh. save Will's ass, and I paid take the this, price for it. I call it porcupining. Yeah, It's man, so fucking it's, horrendous looking. Like, just the visual of it is <laughs> yeah. cool. The vid- it's wild. Like, that visual, there was, like, one thing I hope that came out of that match. I go, I hope somebody gets a good enough camera angle to get a shot where I put him in the last caress, which is what that move is. It's a full Nelson camel clutch combo. Uh, it came from a wrestler I, I'm Memphis. I know his name is Shooter, but they called it the Shooter Stretch, and nobody's done that since the 50s or 60s. So mm. it was like, all right, I'm going to bring something out that's hardly ever seen. And that was one of them. And I go, I would like to have that shot of that struggle. So when somebody did that, I go, that was the shot. And so now it's like it, when I tell, like, I, when I go to my hospital job, I have to explain to people that, like, why are you sore? And so, like, when my you sister. You show them the photo. Yeah, no, when my sister, like, saw the, por- <laughs> you know, the fucking porcupining, she's like, let's see your head. And then I lift up my surgical cap and, like, show them. <laughs> so it was like, after the dog collar match, like, I had like a black eye from it too because like I guess like all the bruising and stuff from the face oh, like yeah. shifting around. So it's weird having to explain to people and I remember uh <clears throat> when I was married one time I got a black eye. So imagine the looks you're getting out when you're out in public with your significant other and you got a black eye and I'm like, Oh fuck. <laughs> like, Put your sunglasses on, sweetheart, they're staring. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they're staring. <laughs> and it's like um but you know, it's uh, it was really weird. But it, it, at the same time, it's a funny story because again, I've gotten missed from wrestling. Like I, pro wrestling is definitely one of those things where it's like, how the hell do, how the hell does this hurt? I don't remember anything happening here. Like when I when we did the match with a buddy and Chris, my heel hurt for like two three weeks after that, and I'm like, I don't remember anything happening to my heel. And all I remember is I watched the way I took that body slam and the way my heel like bounced off the Bounce ground. Off, yeah. like, oh shit! There you go. Like, like that was the reaction too, because people are like yelling at Buddy, body slam me, and I'm like, and he just lifts me up, and I'm like, all right, here we go. And that that shit hurt. Like, yeah, you got slammed on the fucking concrete. Yeah, it felt like somebody like slapping <laughs> my back and like you can do anything you oh. want to me, but I've. I've decked Dude, some of those for cuts like slapping me in the back like I've legitimately decked. They call it cuts, cutting yeah. when they when they slap. Oh, the what is chop. it called? Chop. Dude, I've Dude, that, some of those I'm like that fucking hurt. I've, There's no way that man, didn't hurt. I've got some like scars on my chest from just chops. From just chops. We'll Fuck sit that. There and just chop the shit out of each other and like I did it one day and my chest was just like pouring blood. What the fuck? Cuz where they broke skin and we were, like cuz you hit that same area and it's just like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just ripped, and um, so it was like, um, you know, the it's violent and it hurts. It fucking hurts. Uh, those chops are no joke. Um, some of the impact you hear off of that is definitely meat on meat, like just getting slapped. Mm. Um, but like. 
there's a rhythm to it as well. So you have to do everything beats with right, wrestling right, yeah, yeah, too. Yeah. Because if you have them, then it's like you take them on that journey and you keep them there, then they're not going to know what to right. react to. Also, it's, the match is going to not last very long. Yeah. Because you have to finish it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like you're taking them on a journey with you. I, I, I assume maybe music is like that too. Like, hey, we're Can here on this journey. Like, we got to on this journey yeah. with us. Um, like, when you're writing a song, there's definitely like a level of, do we hit them like early in the song? Do we do it later? What's the bridge look like? It's a lot of that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, it, or even Shaping putting a performance to it. together too, oh, where shit, it's like, yeah. this is the song we know we're going to, they're going to react to. I try not to do that, but then sometimes it's like you're playing the part. There's a part you'll write, and you're just like, well, you got to do the thing everybody well, wants it to happen. Well, nobody wants the uh, the piss break part of the act, <laughs> you know, as they refer to it. Like, a lot of people, unfortunately, get stuck in what people call piss break matches, which is like oh. ones you wouldn't assume. And it was such a 200 people thing. in a room. They, they got to go piss sometime. Oh, man. There's no intermission, barely. There were some people that had to leave this last show because it got too hot in the venue, of course, 200 people packed in a building. Talking about Vino's? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's like 200 people packed allegedly. in that venue, allegedly. And then what was it? Uh, that building's 100 years old, you said? Yeah, 1911. 1911. Over, so over 100, over 100 years, years old. old. So insulation's not that great. It's just double brick. There is no insulation. Yeah. It's just two layers of brick and a fucking roof. Yeah. With tar on it. And see, that's like... Oh, so it's Well... <laughs> Actually, the leaks don't come from the roof. They come from where there's too much roof. Yeah. They've just layered and layered and layered and layered and layered so roofs. So it just sweats and condenses. Well, the water has now found a way to come between the layers off of the... There's an edge cap on the yeah. top of the building. Old school construction. Yeah. And that edge cap is supposed to funnel the water either into the street or onto the roof, and then which goes to a slope and then out back onto the street. Man. But... That edge cap, the layers are so thick, it'll pour water into the fucking roof. It's like, uh, you know a cup, when you tilt it just enough and it runs down the edge of the cup? Yeah. And then comes out the bottom? Yeah. Th that's basically what's happening. Oh. In it, to man. a lesser extent. But, uh... Real stupid. <laughs> it could be easily fixed, too. It's just so fucking but, dumb. But, like, just that... It... I wish there was a way we could fix a lot of that there, but it's like one of those things, like... Some of that, some of that is like you let it be because yeah. that's the authenticity of it. Some of that is the charm of it is like oh, it's I mean, just so old and, but it's like it's definitely ran by the hooligans, you know. Like yeah, well, my nephew came to this show and I was showing him stuff and I was showing him like the little newspaper article where Green Day had first started and then they played there. <laughs> yeah. I go, dude, I am wrestling in a building. Yeah. Where fucking Green Day performed. Uh -huh. Like, how fucking awesome is that? And like, now you're telling the story on it yeah. at the table on yeah. the actual stage they performed on. Yeah, and that fucking... Full circle. Full circle. And to me, that's great because a part of my teen years was shaped by punk music. In sure. particular, Green Same. Day. Really loved, like, American Idiot. I'm ready for next year because I haven't bought that on vinyl yet, but next year is the 20-year anniversary, so they've got to release Yeah, something. they will, for sure. Everything so, comes out on vinyl now. Yeah, Everything. so it's like, if they release that on an anniversary vinyl, then it's like fucking sold. Like, Yeah. There's no way they won't. There's my, no fucking way. My favorite like vinyl that I have right now is Rancid to Outcome the Wolves. 
That's cool. one of my favorite albums I like to listen to. That was the first CD I ever bought from a pawn shop. And I was introduced to them through, like most punk music I know, was either through Tony Hawk's Pro Skate or uh, their Freestyle BMX. So there it's you like, go. I am that <laughs> meme of... We're on a date listening to music. You know, hey, honey, you know this song was on Tony Hawk Pro Skater, right? <laughs> like my introduction to Motorhead was that fucking cool ass montage video of uh, them skating. Ace of Spades uh -huh. playing in the background. So I, I feel mean, like Ace of Spades is responsible for a lot of people's because yeah, that that dude, fucking song is in it, so much stuff. That, but it just hits just right. It does. And then you know. Uh, me and Will, one of our road songs is Rock and Roll by Motorhead. So me and him will sit there, and it's like playing the instruments. And Will's voice is a little deeper, so he can he can kind of do Lemmy all uh -huh. right. So I can't do the Lemmy's a little tough. You got to he's a he's a, an entirely different just smoking beast and whiskey. Too. He's got the smoker's voice. Yeah, dude. That dude, the fact that he managed to live as long as he did, living off a diet it's of cigarettes and whiskey, literally, yeah. Uh, but God rest his soul, because he, he, like, one of the few bassists that didn't, like, play it like you would a normal bass keep the tone. This guy was, like, just shredding it like it was a guitar. Yeah. And. Crazy but, amounts of distortion. Um, you ever get to see them? They opened for Foo Fighters once, so that was pretty cool. Actually check that out. Yeah, I was there. Uh, you t Was that the same one where Dave Grohl was talking about the kegger? Probably. And he was in the two-piece Vader suit. And he's like, so, yeah, I stayed in the two-piece the whole time. And I would just sit there, drink, like, a whole, like, mug, like, big-ass pint of beer. He's like, I got really drunk really quick because that suit was hot. And I was sweating it the whole time. And to me, like, Dave Grohl is, I say he's the a musical god. In yeah, he's the goat, for sure. Um the last living rock star, I feel like. Or, like, the last yeah. person to become a rock star. Yeah. There's no more rock stars. Yeah, well, that we we we've, we've got the internet. Good. Yeah, I think something bit me. Oh, like an ant. Yeah, it's that bug, man. Shop. It's, a, it's that that creative bug. It's the bug. Write. Yeah, exactly I need to go right like now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm no. inspired. <laughs> uh, no, like I look at Dave Grohl as like that is how people should be. This guy fucking love me some Dave Grohl. He like uh. Goes and like sets up a barbecue pit and like feeds people. Yep. And you know, like I've read stories where, hey, Dave Grohl was just doing a neighborhood stroll, and me and my buddies are playing in a garage band. He comes and jams with us for a while, and I'm like, dude, that's, a, good, yeah, that's a story. Have you ever seen his uh, speech at Lemmy's funeral? Uh, no, that'll I give haven't. you a good fucking. That'll give you a good emotional man. Twelve minutes, whatever it was, is so well done. <clears throat> God, so then there's nothing this guy can't do. So me and this Will or me and Will had a conversation on his book, The Storyteller. It really hit us and it was like, you know, Nirvana, Kurt Cobain had just died. And he's like, Question what to do with the life Foo Fighters hasn't started yet. Yeah. He's like, So maybe I'm just gonna buy this ranch. I want a barn so I can make a music studio with it. He found this perfect place and then like he went to make an offer. And then, you know, it was, I even talked him down on the numbers. And then he's like, you know what? This is too perfect. And then the other conviction was he went and did uh, drums for Tom Petty. And then, uh, like, apparently he did so good that they're like, what do you think about permanent heartbreaker? And he thought about it and he's like, something else I got to do. And me and Will have both kind of had that conversation. Yeah. 
somebody came to us with like a contract in WWE or AEW or New Japan or something. It's like, how do you have that conviction? And be like, oh, dude, this will ch- I will make enough money that I won't have to want for anything. Right. But Dave bet on himself. Yep. And look, look at how big Foo Fighters got. You did it twice, and, too. Yes. How rare is that? Yeah, dude. Very rare do you get two Like, good the second time, legendary. definitely he had a leg up, yeah. but you still have to be good. Yeah. And he got went out of his element, too, because he wasn't a drummer for it. Like, he did the drum. He laid out a lot of the drum tracks. The first album he did, that's all him. Everything. Everything is yeah. him. Yeah. But it was, like, very rare does lightning strike twice. And yeah, you have two big so bands. Also, God rest Taylor Hawkins too. Man. God, but even yeah. Josh Freese replacing him as a drummer, like that dude. Uh, I watched their little Veeps thing behind the scenes making music, and just hearing how Josh Freese sneaks in little double bass kicks, and they're like, "Oh, it's." He's like, "Yeah, I kind of cheat and sneak in double bass kicks, so I don't have to do so much work with one foot." And they're like, "Fuck it, sometimes you got to sneak in those cheats." So it's like. <laughs> And uh, you know, I guess that's also like the benefit of like backtracks too. I love ha- I love so. having a double bass for that exact reason. It's just so it's like you don't have to. Sometimes one foot breaks down, man. You're going you're going for it for a, a solid thirty minutes. You need a little something at the end there. Man, I just would like to learn the art of drumming so much because like sometimes I can keep a rhythm doing this or doing it with my feet, but I'm trying to like do a bass with my foot and then trying to uh-huh. like figure out with my hand like the hi-hat and then like the snare and stuff. It's called limb independence. Really? Uh-huh. So you have to pretty much isolate each thing. Yes. And just use a different part of your uh-huh. brain to like, oh, this one's here to keep the rhythm on the Because this one wants to do what this one's doing. Yeah. And this one wants to do what this one's doing. But you have to force your brain to not do that. So I take it. That's why I like if a guy's got a single bass kit and he really hi-hat. That's why his other foot is kind of moving so he can kind of sometimes you know you find your own way with it for sure um mine i do that too i'll I'll put my foot on my hi-hat even though i'm not using it and i will like yeah i'll use the heel of my foot against like against my chair to like keep the rhythm single foot and then switch foot over you know yeah and put it back and i mean the double bass thing is so weird because i had a guy break it down he's like it's like five-eighths of a second or something by the time you get that you hit that second bass kick and it goes up and then goes into it he's like so it's a timing thing too so it's like yeah because it's not stiff it's delayed it's kind of it's got a kind of a little wobble there yeah and so you learn you learn that now some of them are like fixed yeah with like a bar those are the speed guys, though. Those are the guys that are just going a thousand fucking miles an hour straight uh, like forward. Fucking Joey Jordison. Yeah, that kind of shit. Fucking Alex Van Halen. You know, with Hot for Teachers, like doing the. Yeah. It amazes me, like, and those guys are like, "Oh, hey, we're gonna open with this song," and then it's, and then the rest of the show they slow down, and then it's like, "Oh, we got another one," but um. Mad respect to drummers. Too. Stamina. Yeah, dude, stamina. <laughs> Lots like, of stamina. That, that's probably why they get a lot of action on the side, if you know what I mean. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, dude, this guy's got a lot of stamina there. Because <laughs> they're all gorillas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're all gorillas. Like, Holy shit. But, hey, look, that rules for them, too, like uh, with wrestling and and, and uh, music. Yeah, you'd probably actually be a good drummer because you've got – you're used to full body movement for a long time. Yeah, so yeah. – I thought about when I get my own place because I have a guitar. I would like to get a, a hollow body or a semi-hollow uh, because the one I'm playing on is an old junker where the, like the strings are like 
that far off. Oh yeah, no, you gotta throw that away. Yeah, that's and bad. It's like, you're never then, gonna get any further with that. Yeah, and even Will was like, "Hey, think about it this way: if you get used to that, I've heard you go to guitar center and just pick up some and play." He's like, "Once you've gotten used to like bending the strings and how that plays, it's uh-huh. like, now your fingers are strengthened." Once you get a good guitar, you're just yeah. gonna be like, "What? It's actually this easy yeah, to do?" Yeah, yeah. And so. With me, it's rough now, especially using my pinky, because you can look at it, and that one and that one is different. Uh-huh. I have jammed and broken this, this pinky. This got a little curve in it, too. Yeah. yeah. I've jammed and broken this pinky so many different times. Like, now when I wrestle, the whole reason that's taped isn't for look. It's because their last year, my last six, seven wrestling matches, I either dislocated it, jammed, or twisted it in the match off doing something simple, like where if they go to hit me and I block it, it Ooh. I'm like, so I got tired of that and buddy taped it. So it's like, oh, okay, now you can give me a little extra. Mm. But, like, so playing guitar now is hard, so I have to do uh, more power chords and bar chords and mm. try to, like, learn a song or something. Because now it's like I don't have that pinky, so I can easily just, like, lay the fingers across the fret. <coughs> again, you know? Yeah, that's too much. Fret. Yeah. But, like, if I get my, you know, when I get my own place, I thought about buying an electronic drum kit because obviously it's an apartment. If I could afford yep. to buy a house, I'd buy an acoustic drum kit in a heartbeat. I've, yeah. But I've seen, like, electric acoustic drum kits. <coughs> it's like, they got them. They're not, like, But not that's, so that's fucking crazy money. You're yeah. talking an insane amount of money. Yeah, you're spending, like, the price of an electric and acoustic drum kit on that electric acoustic yeah, just get one or the other. Yeah, and I figure living in an apartment, especially with an electric gun drum kit, you can find them for a steal now. You can. It's like if you want to like learn the bass drum and move them, and yeah. if that's for you, maybe get if that. If you're on the top floor, though, you're yeah. still going to annoy people because your foot's going to be yeah, banging against shit. I, I'm hoping for a bottom floor place. Bottom floor. So I can, you know, just kind of, because I, I want to learn and teach my Right. Uh, first off, but I also want like, hey, I've got a few friends of mine that are show me this. You can't you can't teach this like limb and you can like, show tricks around. Or something. Yeah, just once you get this, your brain will start to go. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, it's uh with wrestling, you know, you can't teach natural ability. That's why, like, I've seen some people like train for like a couple months, and then they're like, oh, hey, you're ready to go because you get it. Right. Some people they don't catch on that quick, and in wrestling. And you're taking a bump, the, the slam, you know, your natural, like, instinct is to try to stop yourself. And right. now it's like, oh, hey, you've got to fucking learn Trust fall. <laughs> you got to learn how to fall know, with grace. Yeah. And <coughs> so the thing that's kind of given me and Will an advantage a little bit in jujitsu, it's like, they, they'll load you up and then just throw you over will have that knowledge of like, oh, well, we know how to like soften that blow. So now it's like, so it's like, oh, we've kind of figured out how to take what we're learning from both and mm. implement it into both. Now, my problem is sometimes I'll get on the mat and they're like, hey, man, you know, you can put your full body weight on me now. Like, and I mean, I'll hit somebody with body weight with the splash and stuff. They're like, you know, you can put your full body weight on me. You can smother me. Like, that's the art of the game here. Mm. And I'm like, damn. And it's, uh like, Will, like, me and him will get out there and spar. And, like, I feel him ripping my limbs. And I'm like, god damn, son. <laughs> and uh, my first ow, day at jiu-jitsu, <laughs> like, I try, I do something with Will. And he's like, hey, man, we're not at work here. So, you know, just, uh, like, you know, just 
if you're gonna rip it, rip it like you would in jujitsu. Don't rip it like you would in pro wrestling. All right, know? right. Because there's different like techniques to make something hurt just a little bit more. Because it still hurts. Don't get me wrong. Like, uh, you know, Mick Foley once said, "If you knew how to fake a chair shot, I wished I would have learned it before." Because that dude's had multiple concussions, broken bones, guys. In he's he's probably my favorite. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That is that is like the idol to me and it's because like he's not, so wild he's wild crazy but he ha- he did it his own way and he didn't yep. have to sit there and be a a piece of shit to do it yeah because there are some people like a shill are, yeah, yeah like there are some people like, like anything they hey man i don't think they uh this person deserves this spot they haven't earned it and it's like who the fuck are you to say that first right. off it's like uh and it's politicking, and I we see that sometimes. That ruins it. Yeah, we we see that sometimes, and you see that in everything: work, entertainment, oh yeah, uh, whatnot. And again, like I said earlier, we're wrestling for the same company, the same. That's hot right. Dog we all handshake. got here, bitch. Yeah. We're all here, just uh-huh. fucking be here to have a good time. That's right. Um, and have fun with it. Uh. Fucking, I've seen Matt Williams sit there and like chastise a guy like, hey, instead of trying to actually fight these young guys, why don't you try to teach them and help them? And Mm -hmm. like, you know, that guy. (laughs) Yeah, maybe do some good. Yeah, yeah. And I'm, and that was kind of the mentality I have. So it was like, mine and Will's goal was be the vets we needed. So there's times where we've had to like sit down and have like stern talks with some of the people that are newer to the business. What do we know? We've never been AEW or WWE, but it's like maybe, maybe do this instead of that. Because if you're wondering why you're doing this, but it's hurting you more than them, right? Maybe not do that or find a way (laughs) where it's like, hey man, you know, take you want to take their head off, go for it, but don't don't take your arm off trying to take their head off, man. (laughs) Just you know, go go for the next son. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I gotta be. How long we gonna cook? Oh, shit. We killed it, bro. Yeah, we did. Wrap it up. Yeah, I piss like crazy. Yeah, yeah. too much fuck caffeine water too in my body. Too much caffeine. Fucking, you know, we had, we admired this beautiful picture. Too much, I think maybe. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, oh, it's, it's beautiful. A good picture. It's a good. It's a picture. great photo. All right, plug your stuff. All right, man. Well, you can find me at the Grayson Beckett on Instagram, Grayson Beckett fan page on fucking. Uh, Facebook, or you can find me at Cody Downs, and that's probably where you're going to get a lot of response from. Um, you know, I'm not ashamed to answer questions or like talk to people, you know, because right. like it's cool like to sit there and talk to people. And I like people, I like learning about people. That's why we went three hours on this, you know, <laughs> and, and it's because I like to talk, man. I knew it would. And, and yeah, I like to talk too. So, I knew it was going to be dangerous, especially yeah. with all this fucking liquid go juice. Yeah. Uh, Crashcast, Crashcast Pod. We got the cover show coming up and the wrestling show. Oh yeah, they're uh, both a few days away, a few days apart from a each week other. Apart from yeah. each other, I believe. October twenty eighth, November first, fourth. Yep. Ugh, almost fucked and up. So like uh, <clears throat> October twenty eighth is, uh, <clears throat> you know, it's Vino's Little Pizza Shop of Horrors. If you're in the area, go to that. If you're in the Fayetteville area, October twenty ninth. Diamond State of Emergency. I'm going to be facing Eric Bronson, one of the other guys that I wanted to face. And uh, one of the times I would have gotten to face him, he got hurt. Ooh. So, uh, and then, um, you know, the uh, Crash Cast cover show, November 4th. Be there. And if you can't be there, if you're in the Mariana, 
area. Go check out <laughs> yeah, APW. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Peace. Thank you. 240. Damn.